This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Do not drink the water. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves with an urgent message for people in Jackson after heavy rainfall damaged a water treatment plant. The city cannot produce enough water to fight fires, to reliably flush toilets, and to meet other critical needs. It means kids are home from school learning virtually until further notice. Reeves has called in the National Guard. One year ago today, American troops left Afghanistan, ending a 20-year war, the longest in U.S. history. CBS's Imtiaz Taya went to Kabul, where he spoke to a former Afghan interpreter for U.S. troops. He's in hiding and can't leave. We filmed on smartphones so as not to draw the Taliban's attention to his location. They always called me American spy. They're still searching for me to find me. Yeah. And Why do they call you an American spy? Because I was a translator for three years for the U.S. Air Forces. A retired Marine freed in a prisoner swap with Russia is speaking about two other Americans hoping to come home. Correspondent Vicki Barker. Trevor Reed spent 985 days in detention in Russia, telling CBS Mornings much of it spent in filthy cells, served poor, sometimes rotten food with little or no medical attention. His advice to fellow Americans Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan. Just know that you... You have a lot of people supporting you back here at home and that, you know, the highest levels of the U.S. government are are attempting yeah. to get you out. A woman with dementia has died after she was served dishwashing liquid instead of juice at a senior citizen's home near San Francisco. The facility is cooperating with investigators. California lawmakers have passed a first-of-its-kind bill supporting fast food workers. It would create a government panel to set wages for employees at places like In-N-Out and McDonald's. Chris Holden authored the legislation. So many times we focus on those that are at the higher end of the pyramid, but these are the folks who kind of keep things going and prove to be essential workers during the pandemic. So making sure that the workplace was safe, making sure that they weren't having their wages stolen from them. Hourly wages would begin as high as $22 an hour. A repeat at the Oscars. Oh, wow. Chris Rock says no way. The Arizona Republic says he told a Phoenix comedy show the Academy asked him, but it would be like returning to the scene of the crime after he was slugged by Will Smith following that joke about his wife Jada's alopecia at this year's awards. Dow down 16. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's worse than the FBI raid. Big Tech and the Deep State want to stop Donald Trump. Now, Dick Morris reveals their dark plan in his new book, The Return. Already a number one Amazon bestseller, The Return reveals the real threat facing Trump. But Dick Morris says Trump will still win. At bookstores, get The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX, 800-NEWSMAX, or go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up. Hedge against inflation and the downturn in the stock market. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help make an investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you are an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. Call 1-800-278-7455. That's 1-800-278-7455. 
Predictions have come true over a billionaire's bid to walk away from a big deal. Tesla CEO Elon Musk has again filed paperwork to terminate his agreement to buy Twitter. This time it's based on information in a whistleblower complaint raised by Twitter's former head of security. In a new government filing, Musk and his legal team notified Twitter of, quote, additional bases for ending the deal, in addition to the original notice issued back in July. The whistleblower, a former executive fired early this year, cited poor cybersecurity and negligence in attempting to root out fake Twitter accounts. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Aaron Judge takes dead aim at a Yankees home run record. High drive, left center, trout back, looking up. See ya, number 50. Yes, Network, as the slugger slammed his 50th of this season, judge after Roger Maris, record of 61. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Good morning, everybody. Another hot and humid day today. Temperatures under mostly sunny skies this afternoon will tap out in the mid and upper 80s with the humidity staying very high, too. Then overnight, we may have a shower or a thunderstorm across the area. Nothing severe anticipated. Low temperatures in the low 70s. Then for tomorrow, dropping levels of humidity. You'll notice it throughout the course of the day, and we'll see plenty of sunshine and nice breeze and temperatures topping out in the lower to mid 80s. I'm meteorologist Melissa Cole. That's your chance. Channel 3 early warning forecast. 79 in Norwich, 77 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. 41-year-old Daniel DuPont of New London in court yesterday pleading guilty to an assault last year. Took a baseball bat and a toilet plunger to two people during a fight. A guilty plea came right as jury selection at DuPont's trial was about to start. It also got him two years in prison. Someone's getting prison time for claiming to be an NFL player so he could order New England Patriots Super Bowl rings, which were supposedly gifts for quarterback Tom Brady's child, Scott Pina, who's from New Jersey, sentenced to three years in prison yesterday. The 25-year-old sold the rings to an auction house for $100,000 back in 2017. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Los Angeles said Spina pleaded guilty to mail fraud, wire fraud, and aggravated identity theft. He was really, really aggravated. Connecticut businesses will not be required to pay an increased unemployment tax rate next month. The state has borrowed over a billion dollars since March 2020 to cover the cost of unemployment benefits that spiked during the pandemic. The state funds its unemployment trust with a quarterly tax on businesses along with an annual tax on those companies. It's expected that the state may need to borrow more money to keep the unemployment trust funded in the next year. And a new survey ranks Rhode Island as the third safest state for COVID pandemic response. The financial website WalletHub.com rankings based on vaccinations, testing, hospitalizations, death rates, transmission. And according to the survey, Vermont is the safest COVID state. Louisiana last. Partly sunny, hot and humid today, up to 88. It is 80 now in Norwich at 10.07. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Morning, Marty. Hello, Stu. His nickname is Styles. Styles Bitchley. <laughs> That's your English name. <laughs> when you're touring out of the countries. That's right. When I go over there, I'm Styles Styles Bitchley. A newsman for the BBC. I don't want the paparazzi involved, so, you know. I've you know, you have to change your name a little bit. Yes, well, Serena Williams is talking about retiring for the last eight years now, and uh, 
Yeah, I watched some of her match last night. She didn't look that great. Uh, the kid she beat was uh, decent, had a chance to beat her in the first set and blew it, so that was over then. Okay. Yeah. She did win. She did she win that first yes, set. she did. Thank From the uh, Stu Breyer, you can't make this stuff up. Why, why? There were many celebrities watching that match. I saw that. It was some weird pairings. I don't know if it was on purpose. Yeah, well, he had uh, Bill Clinton was sitting next to Dr. Ruth yes. Westheimer. I thought that was kind of strange. For those of you who don't know who she is, she's a sex therapist. Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth. <laughs> I see you watch her a lot. <laughs> I love Dr. Ruth. She must be in the her late hundreds now, huh? She's pushing a hundred, I think. She's well in her nineties. Yeah, sure. God bless her. She's fun. Oh. She's in, who she she sitting next to, but Bill Clinton. I didn't know who she was. Yeah, <laughs> that's a long conversation. That's great, William. You shouldn't uh... <laughs> pay attention to you the know. game. Yes. <laughs> and you know who else I saw? Maybe you'll have them. Who else? You have more people? Um, I heard some. I can't remember some of them. A lot of interesting people were there. Another weird mix. Martina Navratilova yeah. sitting by Mike Tyson. Yeah, that is an interesting mix. And she had a dog in her lap. Oh. <laughs> it's just so strange. I'm like, to know about the dog. I know. Like, what are you doing? Mike Tyson, Tyson Mike was Tyson there. Mike Tyson and Martina Navratilova. Now, I... I don't know. They randomly sit together, or are they maybe they're friends? A I don't know. I don't know. Could they be a couple? I don't think so. No. Okay. She's on the other team, I think. Now here's another odd little story. Not usually. We don't usually talk about tennis, but Mm-mm. we have um, Djokovic, Novak Djokovic, right? Novak Djokovic. Yeah. We won't let him into the country because nope. he's not vaccinated. That's right. But we will let hundreds and hundreds of illegal immigrants to come into the uh, country, and they don't check them. But they can't play tennis, though. Oh, I see. I, I see. Guess. I so know. you're more apt to be contagious if you play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of strange. Nothing makes any sense anymore to me. It's like, I forgot man, we had that. Hmm? I forgot we had that policy still. If you come from overseas, you have to be vaccinated. Yeah, I guess. I, guess. I mean, and sometimes we have it, sometimes we don't. <laughs> But what Jock, uh, what uh, Novik should yes. do is just go out of the country, put on a disguise, and come in as an illegal. <laughs> come through Mexico. And uh, slip his tennis racket in his pants or something. Oh, hey. Hey, yo. Got a Wilson? <laughs> is that the most ridiculous thing you ever heard? It's a bit ridiculous. I mean, come though, on. Yes. Give me a break here. Yes. All <laughs> these other people can do their sports without being vaccinated, but he can't. No, he tennis. can't for some reason. And he's had it like two or three times, I think. I think he's been mm-hmm. infected like twice. At least twice. He's probably got some I, I don't know what's going on in, in this country, but it's really <laughs> disgusting. What's going on when you think about it? Some things just don't make sense. You see hundreds and hundreds of people coming, walking in over the border, la-di-da. La-di-da. Giving him phones, giving him places to uh, stay. God bless him if they can do it. But we don't want... Uh, Mr. Djokovic coming in to play tennis because he's doing it legally. Probably the best tennis player who ever lived. He's probably the greatest of yeah, all time. Yeah, I know. So maybe we're just jealous. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Rafael Nadal and uh, Roger Federer's people are keeping him out. Keep him out. He hasn't had his uh, vaccine. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's um, oh my friend Kevin sent some cute little things that he wrote. Kevin. Kevin, my friend Kevin, who uh, yeah. 
Listen, you know Kevin, my buddy. Of course. Great guy. These are things he wrote. What did uh, the doctor say to Rembrandt? You really need to have that looked at. <laughs> Kevin's no longer my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Under U.S. Customs and Immigration Law, is it legal to bring common sense into the country? No. Apparently not. Not anymore. Not. Just sent me some food for thought because I was a little hungry. Internal Revenue Service. We're not happy until you're not happy. <laughs> it's kind of a cute one. That's a good slogan, yeah. A police officer stops a woman who was knitting. Knitting? What? Yep. She says, what's wrong, officer? The woman asked. The officer reached for his ticket book and said, matter of factly, you were weaving. Oh, man. Ew. Well, you know, Kevin, he's working Sicko. on some stuff. Mm-hmm. What if all oh. international conflicts were resolved by four-year-olds on a playground? Couldn't be much worse, could it? I think they could get it done. Mm -hmm. This is a good one. It is what it is. The universal phrase to indicate that the conversation is over. (laughs) I like that one. It is what it is. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to test the skill of Marty on some of these uh, questions. Skill? Nicknames for for 50 states. Nicknames for 50 states. See how see how many you can get because oh, I could, I wouldn't, won't get many, many myself. Oh. Alabama. Eh. No, uh, no, it's not you. Uh, the redneck state. That's a tough one. Yellow Hammer State. Ah, Yellow Hammer. Get rid of that one. Yeah. Alaska. Ooh. Uh, I'll ask her. See if she knows. <laughs> Kevin been writing your stuff too. I don't know. Kevin just sent me the the last frontier. Also, it's called The Land of the Midnight Sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Arizona. That is the, the Grand Canyon, Canyon State? State. Yeah, all right. Bing, 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 bing. bing. Good one going. Three, that's mm-hmm. far. I'm in the Hall of Fame. Arkansas. This is an interesting one for Arkansas. Uh, I never get this it's one. It's, back. I don't know. it's the natural state. The natural state. That's, oh, that's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> California. California. Uh, the Golden State. Yep, the Golden State. There's gold in them hills. It's called the Golden State. Mm-hmm. Colorado. Mm. That's Rocky Mountain State. Centennial State. Centennial State, really. Connecticut. Uh, well, let's see. The Constitution State, the Nutmeg State. You got it. You got which, it. Which one are you going to go with? Both of them. Right. Both of them. You know, just whatever one you choose. The high tax state? No. Yeah, well, we could get into that if you like. <laughs> Delaware. Uh, mm. Delaware. Um, well, I should know that. I'll go drive through there sometime. The Tupperware state? No. Oh. It's the Diamond State. No, that's not it. And also, <laughs> the they Diamond call themselves the Small Wonder State. I have to wonder about that. Small wonder state. It is a small state. Florida. Sunshine state. He's doing good, folks, huh? Not bad. Georgia. Ah, Georgia. You should get this one. Mm. should know this. Yeah. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Fruit. (laughs) Oh, the peach state, yeah. All right. Hawaii. This is a... What else could this one be? Hawaii is the 
The Aloha State. Oh, that's right. The Aloha State. I was going to say ukulele state. That's a stretch there. Idaho. Tater State. Nope. The Gem State. The Gem? Why don't they call it Potato State? Why isn't it the Tater State? I don't know. Illinois is the Prairie State. That's Prairie? Here's one that you may get. Indiana. Oh, I should. My daughters are there. Back uh, home in Indiana. Who's your state? Who's your, who's your daughter? Oh. Who's your daddy? <laughs> Me. Iowa. Uh, Iowa. Something to do with vision. Vision? Mm-hmm. Uh, vision. It's not the pupil state. The eyeball state? <laughs> Hawkeye state. Oh, the Hawkeye. Yeah, I should get that. Is and, your uh, granddaughter still out there? Uh, no, she oh, actually she moved back another... to New England. She did? Yep. What? She's staying with us for a while. No kidding. No, really, that's it. That's Does Mallory. Does she still work for uh, Better Homes and Garden? She not? does some, uh, you know, well, some still some freelance. That's the word I want. Okay. She's from the freelance state. Kansas. Uh, Jayhawk State? Yeah. That's a great one. What is a Jayhawk? Nobody knows. It's also called the Sunflower State. I don't know what a Jayhawk is. Uh, this one, I, I'm sure you'll get Kentucky. The Bluegrass Bluegrass State. State. My yeah. goodness, if you didn't get that one, I'm going to. I would call your mom. You should. Louisiana. Mm. I wouldn't get this one in a the million Bayou years. State. Excuse me? Bayou. Not bad, you. Oh, <laughs> Pelican State. Pelican State. Really? Maine. Is the uh, you can't get there from here state? <laughs> no, it's the pine tree state. Is it really? Mm. Pine tree state. Right. Maryland. It's another tough one. Maryland. Uh, this is the old line. Old line state. Old line. Yeah. Must be a line in there somewhere. The Mason Dixon line. No, no, no. Dixon line go through Maryland. I don't remember. Uh, I haven't been there lately. So, in Massachusetts, what's the nickname for Massachusetts? Uh, the Bay State. Bay State. And so yeah. now you are done really good there. Haba State. Haba. 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 What are you looking at, Shelley? What are you looking at, Shelley? No, that's at me not like it. All strange. That's not it. Yeah, because I'm not the personality of the year like she is. That's right. Congratulations to our show. What I mean. Gave me the raspberry. She gave you the raspberry. Love you, Shelly. Raspberries Love you. are good for you. Love They're very good for you. Yes. The Michigan State. Uh, Michigan. Uh, the Wolverine State. Yeah. How did you know? I didn't know that's what the sound of a Wolverine was. <laughs> that was kind of a wolf there. Kind of a werewolf. What's the nickname for the for Minnesota? Oh, I should know that. It's got a lot of names. Great Lakes State. No. Uh, uh no. Oh yeah, well it's the land of ten thousand lakes. 10, I knew there was yeah, that's lakes close involved, yeah. Also the North Star State and the Gopher State. The Gopher State. <laughs> that's too many names for a state. No. Pick one and let's move on. Yeah. Minnesota. Mississippi M I S S I P P I. Very very good. Minis- that would be do, do the Delta State? The Magnolia State. Oh, that's right. I should have known that. How are you Magnolia. folks doing on this quiz at home? Right? We Better giving away me, a Lexus this morning? No, I don't think so. Uh, Missouri State. Show me state. How did you know that? Well, my wife's from St. Louis. Oh. Yeah. So you hear about that a lot. That's very popular. Everybody should have gotten that Show one. me state? Yeah. Montana. The don't show me state. <laughs> uh, show me up state. Uh, Big Sky. Treasure state. Treasure state? 
That's lame. I know. Get Come out on. of here. I'm not going to Montana Let's have now. the big sky. Come on. I know. Nebraska. The corn squeezing state. No, but you're close. Corn Husker. Corn Husker state. Yeah. Bunch of farmers out there. Nevada. The gambling state. No, that's not. Lose all your money state. Yeah. Come back in a uh, barrel. That would be, let's see, Nevada. It's got three of them. Do with the Hoover Dam? I don't know. Uh, I don't give a Hoover. <laughs> Sagebrush state. Sagebrush Sil- state. Silver state and Battleborn state. Silver state I might have gotten. Mm. New Sagebrush. Hampshire. What is its nickname? Granite state. Granite. Don't ever take New Hampshire for granite. New <laughs> Jersey. Know. What's the- you know, New Jersey. The Wakilia State. Wakilia. <laughs> hey, New Jersey. You don't know New no, Jersey? The, What's the, the matter with you? The, 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 yeah. Garden State. Garden State. I knew that. New Mexico. I'd never get this one. New Mexico. The land of... Milk and honey? <laughs> the land of enchantment. Really? That's Disney World. Uh, I don't know. They just Come grabbed on. it because yeah, they could. Lame. All right, New York, New York. New York. Is New York. The Empire State. Hey, the Empire State. They should make a building named after that. They should. Really tall. North Carolina. Just think of the football team. Oh, Tar Heel State. Tar Heel, good. Which I still don't know what that is. I don't know what either. What is Tar Heel? What does that mean? Tar Heel. Here's one that has a lot of names. North Dakota. Mm, the fracking state. <laughs> <laughs> no? Sioux State. Flickertail State, Peace Flicker. Garden State, and Rough Rider State. Flickertail? <laughs> Flickertail? Flickertail. What the hell is that? I, I don't know. We'll have to write them. And the Rough Rider? Ohio. Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Because you know your football. Yes. Oklahoma. Sooner. Sooner. Sooner or later, we're going to stop this later, here. We, huh? yes. uh, Oregon. Oregon. Oh. Leave it to... The Beaver State. Beaver State. That's right. <laughs> Pennsylvania. You folks guessing along at home? How you doing here? Pencil- it takes way too long to drive through this state. State. <laughs> Keystone State. Yes, Keystone. And good old Rhode Island. Ocean State. Ocean State. Yes. You're doing very well with this, by the way. Not bad, not bad. I was asked this quiz, I'd leave the state. <laughs> South Carolina. The Palmetto State. Wow, he's on a roll now. Yeah. South Dakota. Whoa. Uh, South Dakota. Two names. Mount. Rushmore State? Mm-hmm. And the other name is Coyote State. Really? Here's an odd one for Tennessee. Volunteer State. Oh, my goodness. How did you know that one? And that's close to Kentucky. Oh, yeah, anything close football, to I thought it would have basketball. been the grit, the grit state. <laughs> Here's one I think you'll get, Texas. Texas. Oh, sure, put the pressure on me now. Uh, Texas. Texas, Texas. Uh, huh, I should know this. The problem. Lone. Oh, yeah, gosh, geez. The Lone Ranger Lone state. state. Lone Star oh, State. God, that's awful. How did I know that? Ah. See, when you put pressure on me like that, I choke. Oh, you're doing good. You're doing choke. good. We're almost done with this, and then you can go home. <laughs> you playing golf today? Kind of fun. You no, playing golf today? Yeah. Played yesterday. Okay, is it? Not very well. Plays a lot. Utah. Utah. The Bzzz. Bzzz. Bee State. Beehive State. Beehive State. Yeah. Really? I wouldn't go there then. Beehive State. Hmm. Never would have known that. And good old Vermont. 
Oh. I should know this. Green. Oh, the Green Mountain State. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Virginia. Virginia. Has two names. The Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. The old d dominion and mother of presidents. Really? <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. Good old Washington, the swamp state. No, no, stop it, Stu. <laughs> good old Washington. Washington. Uh, the husky state. The evergreen state. Evergreen. Almost heaven, West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountains. Blue Ridge Mountain. No, Mount, the mountain state. Mountain State. Wisconsin. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, Wisconsin. The Badger State? Badger State. Wow, you should get a bonus for that one. Good. I think of Marty a big hand for that, the Badger State. The Badgers. Well, I'm almost done badgering you. You're literally going to do all 50 of them. That's it. This is the kidding. last one. Really? Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming, Wyoming. Begins with an E. That's a tough one. An E? Anybody get this one out there, you're going to get a pat on the back. The... Am I allowed to do that? Give somebody a pat on the back now? Only if you ask first. It's not politically correct. It's the equality state. Oh, jeez. I know. That's lame. Nobody knows it. That's got to be fairly new. Equality state. Well, thanks for playing the game with me, Marty. It's uh, 2 o'clock, and that's my show for today. Supper time? <laughs> I promise I'll keep it shorter tomorrow. That's all right. Anything for you, man. All right, buddy. Have a well. You're not going on the links today, so have no. a wonderful day. No. See you in the morning. Maybe a bike ride. Bike I'll ride. Be here. I'll be here. Yeah. Don't forget Marty in the morning. Marty in the morning. Who's, who's, Somebody said I should call it the Marty Party, but hey, I like it. No, maybe. Well, we're working on this. You're yeah, still brand new. Still, you know, it's still a work in progress. Yeah, it's a work in progress. You may want to use your other name, Stylish. <laughs> Styles Bitchley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're working on that one. <laughs> It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome to the program, folks. We start off with a little fun with Marty. And uh, this portion of our program is an open topic. You know how we love the veterans and most people do, and we appreciate them very much. I do have a guest, very interesting guest, coming up at 11 o'clock. We'll be talking with him for a little bit about a program for the veterans that uh, I think you will appreciate. His name is John Burns. He is the Director of Education for Concerned Veterans for America. He's going to be with us at 11.05. John Burns is the Director of Education of Concerned Veterans for American and a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, Army National Guard, New York native, joined uh, the Marine Corps in 1991 after high school. He served four years and deployed to Somalia in 1993 after leaving the Marine Corps. Then he was with the New York National Guard. John was in New York City on September 11th and served as Ground Zero served at Ground Zero for the first two weeks after the attacks, subsequently deployed to both Iraq and Afghanistan. He's quite a guy. 
Outside his military career, John has spent his time helping other service members and veterans, including co-founding Veterans Program at the City University of New York. He was one of the first employees to come on board of Concerned Veterans for America. So veterans and folks that know veterans and folks that are interested in helping veterans, check that out after the 11 o'clock news today. In the meantime, the number is 889-5252. Anything you want to talk about till then, we'll be right back. Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month, taking up your precious time? It's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy, here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month, review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich, and online at www.utleyandjones.com. So I mentioned this to Marty, and I, I, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong about this, but is that the most stupid thing you've ever heard, that the great tennis player Djokovic cannot come into this country because he's not vaccinated? When hundreds of people are coming into the country illegally that are not vaccinated... Can anybody explain that to me? (laughs) WICH weather, morning cloudiness gives way to partly sunny, hot, and humid. At least we're consistent. High 88 today. Tonight warm and muggy with a chance for a shower or storm, low 69 to 74. Becoming partly uh, to mostly sunny, warm, but decreasing humidity, high 86. And Thursday, sunny and cooler, comfortable. I haven't been able to say the word comfortable for a while because of the hot heat. But that on Thursday is going to be about 81 degrees with lower humidity. Zippity-doo-dah. All right. Who would like to be the first to check in with today? Remember, on this program, all opinions are welcome. And the number is 889-5252. You have something to talk about, and whether it be local, regional, national, or taking trips to the moon. Hmm? Of course, the uh, controversy is about the student loans now. Everybody thinks it's because uh, the president is buying votes. And even uh, Democrats are against it. I guess it's not going to help inflation, and uh, on and on we go. Politicians will do anything to win. And before the midterms, we'll all be getting massages free. As far as the Trump uh, situation with Mar-a-Lago, I don't know. To me, it gets more confusing every day. Was it a bipartisan situation? Or was it a partisan thing to get at the president, at former president? Well, maybe someday we'll find out. Hmm? 889-5252 is the number. 
lot of unusual stories uh, that we can talk about today a little bit. A vegan woman convicted of murder in the malnutrition death of her young son was sentenced Monday to life in prison. Sheila O'Leary, 38, whose family followed a strict vegan diet, was convicted in June of six charges. First-degree murder, aggravated child abuse, aggravated manslaughter, child abuse, and two counts of child neglect in the death of Ezra O'Leary. Her sentencing in Lee County, Florida, had previously been postponed. Why did she starve her child, or why did she uh, murder her child? Guess he didn't want to be a vegan. Vegan. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Sue. What's on your mind today? Well, you just said you were going to have someone talking, uh, speaking for veterans, and so I wanted to uh, have a little input about a couple military uh, items, like for instance, in the Epic Time Times this week. You only get one a week, a big paper, but the rise of wokeness in the military. And it's making people not sign up because their recruiting came 40,000 short for U.S. Army recruits this year. We, we, we need some wake-up calls, don't we? Huh? Yeah. And the other thing is um, Biden um, actually considers, um, yeah, all right. I, I got this big article in front of me, but what it is is wokeness and environmental. This is what they're worried about in the military. And they also want to make electric non-tactical vehicles. I don't know how great that's going to work. Well, you're going to plug them in on, on the military field. I mean, really. And it says, as a result, the Pentagon announced it's going to devote $3 billion already stretched in military budget just for climate-related initiatives. Because the Joint Chiefs of South said that's our biggest threat is the climate, really. Mm. Well, I can give you some more threats uh, that may be uh, a little more than that, but well, uh, that's debatable. Well, going to be spent on Pentagon climate change programs. Mm -hmm. And so what other people are worried about, oh, and this, you know, the wokeness stuff? You know the weirdness about drag queen story reading in libraries all over America, right? Mm-hmm. Well... Last month, Ramstein Air Base in Germany schedules a drag queen story hour on its base library. It, um, drag queen Stacy Teed was scheduled to read to children. Is, is this that is the idiocy. Is, is that necessary? My God. Come I mean, on. this is the filth that they, this military... The new one, under Mr. Milley. I'm not even going to call him a general. This extreme stuff is really hurting the gay community. It really is, and most of them are against it. Um, but, you know, they want to have been to the extreme. i got to run, but we're getting a little tied up here today, but I'll talk to you later. Okay. Hi, welcome to the program. Just a quick um, update for you and your listeners. Sure. Marvin Cerruto passed away. Wow, that's... Uh, yep. So I didn't know if you knew or not, so I just was calling to tell uh, you that. Thank you. I'm very sorry to hear that. Thank you. Okay, bye. Wow, that was fast. It seems like I didn't... Was it a couple of weeks we spoke to him? Uh, oof. Wow. I don't know what to say after that. i got to take a little break. 889-5252 is the number. You would be next.
Staples has everything you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Don't send your kids back to school. Send them forward at Staples, the working and learning store. Fox News commentary. Looking to buy a can of whipped cream in this major American city? Well, make sure to bring your ID. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. The dollar is in grave danger as Russia and China recruit more nations into their anti-dollar alliance known as BRICS. If this continues, how much longer until the dollar is worthless? Stephen K. Bannon here. I urge you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with a gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With inflation continuing to explode, it's critical you take action today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Come to this, folks. New York has banned the sale of whipped cream canisters to those under 21. Fines for doing so range from 250 to 500 bucks. Now, this law wasn't made to take the joy out of your favorite dessert, but rather because young people are increasingly using whipped cream canisters to get high. This odd yet very popular method of getting high involves huffing nitrous oxide, which is that propellant used in whipped cream canisters. They are known more commonly as whippets, and they come with a very long list of potential side effects, such as loss of blood pressure, fainting, heart attack, oh, and even sudden death. Long-term effects also include memory loss and psychosis. So needless to say, whipped cream of all things has become quite the problem. You know, I'm not sure if limiting the access with an age requirement will solve this problem, but it is rather ironic that you have to show an ID to buy whipped cream, but not to vote. Just saying. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Man, it keeps going on, this weird stuff, huh? Now they're sniffing uh, cans of whipped cream to get high and... Young people are hurting themselves. Remember when they were sniffing paint cans? What do you say? Well, I guess they'll be putting whipped cream in something else. Welcome to the program. Nobody there. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Oh, a double hang-up. See if we can break the record of three. 889-5252, and you would be next on our program. It'll be very strange not to hear from Marvin anymore. But certainly a lot of people knew him for years. He participated on our program, and like anybody else in life, he had a lot of ups and downs. But we'll be talking more about that. By the way, if you have a pen or a pencil, could you keep it uh, close by? Because I want to announce something that we can do to... And he's doing all right to help out our friend Walter Way. All right, so have a pen and a pencil and keep it on hand and... Hopefully you can help out with something fun. For those of you who have known Walter for years, he's been very much a part of uh, Norwich for many, many, many years. So, uh, okay, we lost two people on the line, so we'll wait till it clears a little bit. And if you'd like to get in now, 889-5252. Are you or someone you know ready to enter the workforce or make a career change? If so, join us Thursday, September 1st for a regional job fair presented by The Day. The free event will take place from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Mystic Marriott Hotel and Spa. Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employment, there is something for everyone. For full event details, register to attend, and to view a list of participating employers, visit theday.com slash jobfair. All right, let's take a shot on this line. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, how are you? All right, thank you. Um, what is, yeah, what's going on with Walter White? Oh, this is a good thing. Uh, they're going to have a special thing where uh, 
Korean veterans are going to have a trip to uh, Washington, and he's uh-huh. going to be he's going to be on that flight. And they've organized okay. one last surprise for all those folks. Uh, we're looking to get some mail for him. It's like a mail call, like they had in the early '50s in Korea. Letters from family, friends, and neighbors. Okay. So um, we would like to get a lot of folks to just send them a just thank you note. And I'm going to give the address coming up pretty soon. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, I wanted to say that I am a Republican. Don't really know that. Well, I do want to make America great again. So I guess I'm not a Republican. I can't hear you good. Can you get a little closer to the I phone? I am not semi-fascist. You're not what? I'm not semi-fascist. That's what Joe Biden no, called. Just another president. stupid thing that the president said. It's just ridiculous stuff, you know. I know. Just like when, when he <clears throat> talked about the $10,000, he talked about the fact that many um, blacks can't get mortgages. I think yeah. it shows his racism, but the, the media won't talk about it. Or the mainstream media won't mention that. Actually, Fox News isn't mentioning it. That comment is a racist comment. And had Donald Trump said it, that's all you would hear. Of course. Yeah. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. It's interesting that it seems like the people, and this is my opinion, the people that are yelling <laughs> racist all the time, sometimes it turns out that they're the ones. But, hey, at this point, people don't get it by now. What are you going to do? Hmm? I know. I know. It's It's the old adage. If someone's pointing one finger at you or pointing back at them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how the leaders of our Democratic Party seem to be right now. They, they'll they say all of this stuff, but they're the ones that are doing it. The Russian disinformation. Hillary Clinton um, was a part of that. Um, you know, all, all sorts of things. They're hiding a bunch of Biden's laptop, which not just the fact that Hunter Biden is a very sick individual. But the fact that his father was involved, um, even if it was superficially with all of his, um, all of the deals across the world um, by getting money from, from the party, it's all, you know, they won't talk about it, but they'll talk about Donald Trump. It's just that. But it looks like a beautiful day today, so get out and enjoy. All right. That's a good attitude. Thank you. Thanks. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Lots of frustrating things in the news, but uh, we move on. We can still have a little fun, still have some good conversation, because that's a healthy thing. So we want to honor our buddy, Walter Way. Got a letter from uh, his, uh, an email from his son, John. You remember John, the Walkman? So Walter's going on a trip to D.C. with fellow Korean War vets. On the return flight, the veteran coordinator, Amy Casey, organized one last surprise. And that's a mail call like they had in the early 50s in Korea. Letters from family, friends, and neighbors. Family amounts to me and two grandchildren. That's what John says. That's family him and two grandchildren. All of his old friends are gone. He has no neighbors to speak of. But John and his son Josh have an idea of contacting me, and they have. 
because I know he has a lot of friends in the community and a lot of people that care about him. So maybe we can uh, spring this on him. So when he gets back, if there's a whole lot of letters, just telling him how much they appreciate his service because he did spend some time in uh, Korea in the Korean War. Just send him a note. You know, thank him for his service. Anything else you'd like to write? Send some kind statements and remarks to Honor Flight Mail Call. Honor Flight Mail Call dash Walter N. Way. Honor Flight Mail Call dash Walter N. Way. Care of Dan Sparks. If you miss any of this, you know, call me anytime. I'll give it to you. So it's Honor Flight Mail Call dash Walter N. Way. Care of Dan Sparks. 445 Hillfield Road in Hamden, Connecticut, 06518. Hamden, Connecticut, 06518. I mean, he will be thrilled when he gets back to get a lot of mail from his friends in the community, and he's got a lot of them. Just thanking him for his service and any other nice remarks you'd like to make. But please do it soon, and no later than Friday, September 16th, so it would be a good idea to mail it as soon as you can. We want to make sure it arrives in time for the September 24th trip. Wouldn't that be fun? He gets back and there's a whole bunch of mail waiting for him. If you missed any of that, call me anytime and I'll give it to you, but I'll read it again later. All right, my friends. It's quarter to 11. WICH, Dubriar with you. 84 degrees, and any topic is okay. And this is the program, you don't have to agree with me. You can say, what are you talking about, Stu? Whatever you want. The Connecticut Maritime Heritage Festival returns to New London this September 9th through 11th. Go to ctmaritimefest.com for a complete schedule. My goodness, that was a shorty. (laughs) I was all ready to take a shower and stuff. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, I thought you were talking about me because when you said, hold on, and I said, mm-hmm, so you wouldn't recognize my voice. <laughs> no, I, I know you're mm-hmm anywhere. You know my mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, yeah, people are always talking about my mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> as long as it's not a uh uh-uh. That is a, a great idea for Walter Way. Yeah. I like that. I, I, ho- I hope he gets a bunch of mail. That'd be great. That really says something about this audience and about your show, Stu. I hope a lot of people do mm-hmm. write in. I, I wrote down the address, so I'm going to try. Oh, good for you. I mean, we. Tribute. Walter uh, worked with my dad years ago. Yeah, really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned that at, um, at Friendly's. I actually talked to him one day, mm-hmm. and uh, he knew my dad pretty well, and they worked together years and years ago. So that really. Uh, that's great. That's a great thing about this radio family you got going, Stu. And sorry to hear about Marvin. That was a shock. I didn't was realize a... that he was in <clears throat> trouble like that. Or, well, or I knew he was not well, and I knew he was in the hospital, but I didn't expect okay. uh, this situation. Mm. You just never know. Tomorrow is not we guaranteed know. for any of us. So why, why sit around and worry about everything yeah, today yeah. and enjoy it? That's why we have to live each day like it's our last, and appreciate things more instead of grappling and fighting and being nasty. You know? 
Well, that makes sense to me. Life can be so precious. By the way, um, some of those state things are interesting. I think some of them have changed their uh, nicknames or their slogans uh, in recent years. And I went back, I was listening to you, and I looked at the list under Georgia, and it had a second, second nickname there. I thought I remembered this because it stuck out in my mind as being really stupid. Oh, really? <laughs> so Georgia, as you mentioned, is the peach state. But according to that uh, list I sent, it, it also is the Empire State of the South. I mean, like, come well, on, can't you be more original yeah, than that? Empire I, State of the South? I like the Peach State better. Uh, I do, too. I do, too. And, you know, they have... Um, now, I want to be sure. It may be actually over the line in Alabama, but it's either in Alabama or Georgia. They have a big town water tower that's shaped like a peach. It looks like a peach. <laughs> really? Yeah, a friend of mine took a picture of it. When Can you visit it? Down there Can you visit it and make a pit stop? Yeah, yeah, we made a pit stop. Very good, very good, Stu. I see you're you're coming along. You're, my my understudy is doing well. Speaking of that, um, I just had the Connecticut used to also be called the land of steady habits. No or kidding. I like to call it the land of bad habits. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, those are the only two I can think of at the moment. But I think some states have changed. Oh, California, they should change that one. Instead of the golden state, it should be the deep state. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've got a lot of names that I could call what's going on in California, but you can't blame the state. It's the people running it. So. Well, yeah, um, I guess that's true. You can't blame the mountains and the black bears. I know. It's and the fish. So beautiful. I mean, just... It's amazing what's happening, and maybe it'll change someday. Yeah, I'm back, sure it will. Back to what it was. will eventually swing. So I know you got news coming up in a few minutes. I just wanted to check in. Well, thank you, uh, my friend. That's really great about Walter Way. Keep up the good work. Speaking of peaches, it's funny how you can have sometimes fruit. It's like, ah, but I had the most delicious peach, and I can't get it out of my mind the other day. <laughs> Well, you're supposed to eat it with your mouth, not your mind. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I'm, I said, man, this is well, the that's most... because yesterday I had a peach and peanut butter. Oh, yeah, maybe thing. that's it. I, I got peaches on my it. mind, yeah. yeah. So, all, right, all right, buddy. Talk to you later. later. Hi, good morning to you. You really love your peaches, want to shake your tree. Oh, yeah, because I'm a joker, I'm a toker, I'm a big... No, I can't say toker. I Never. hate that song just because of a bad boyfriend just love that song. i remind you of a bad uh, oh, boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how songs can do that, huh? Yes, it does that. Now, mm -hmm. can you be reading this Walter Way address a lot slower than you just did? Yeah, I will. I'll I do it. I fine to the Walter N. Way part. <laughs> and then when you said care of, and I'm trying like heck to write it down, and you were just going a little too fast. I know. That's the problem with these things. you got to make, you know, got to make sure that... Uh, well, just keep announcing it, and announce it slower. I will do it. I'll do it with a southern drawl. And the, oh, yeah. Well, any drawl. Any draw? What would, what, yeah, what would your, your real accent sound like? <laughs> Let me just, do you have your pen with you? Yes, I do. Okay, because this, this is easy. Okay. I, no, nothing big to spell here. Care of Dan Sparks. Dan Sparks, okay. Yep. 445. 445. 
Yep. Hillfield Road. Hillfield? Mm-hmm. Hill is in hill. Hill is in hill. Field is in field. Hamden. Den with a D-E-N. With a D-E-N. Yep. Connecticut C with a C-T. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 06518. Five. Okay. See? Piece of cake. Piece of cake. And this is just a... Uh, uh, I'm throwing it out because I'm so sorry to hear about Marv. And if If anybody knew um, uh, his brother... Greg, I know, lived with Marv and his mom. Uh, if they could maybe get the address so that we could send condolence cards. I understand know. that this may have just happened, but, you know, I'm sure we'll be finding out. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just a suggestion. All right. Because I have very, my, my uh, since they don't give out phone books, apparently, mm-hmm. my phone book is old, so I don't know if the address would still be right. What in the world's a phone book? <laughs> That is. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, book. I'm a dinosaur, and I don't mind. Is it a book about phones? I don't mm, know. Yeah, it's amazing, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, you thank too. you. Hi, thanks for holding. Welcome to the program. Oh, well, thanks for not holding. <laughs> Stu Bryan with the WICH. If you. Um, you know, sometimes when I have a call, I put you on hold, and you may think that you're not going to get in, but you are going to get in, and uh, cha-cha-cha. So that goes. So if you want to call back, we will pick up for you next. How you doing? This is Tony. Yeah, and I'm his cousin, Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, that's good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin, Tony, had globules coming out the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Service station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's service station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear he got skinny. Basta all righty, let's get another call in before we check in with the news and my guest coming up. WICH, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Hello there, my spiritual buddy. Um, first of all, I want to say I didn't, I, I hung up uh, the last time I, I when you put me on hold, so I'm sorry I, I no, did that. Okay. I could have held on a little longer. That's fine, no problem. The other thing is, uh, I am also, real, you know, just kind of sorrow because I I knew Marvin. Yeah, it's and I'm sad. a veteran, and so I I related to him even though I didn't agree with him many times, but I still could relate to him, mm-hmm. and uh, so I had something to say pertaining to politics, but I'm gonna. Wait until another time. All right, whatever you want to do. You know, I just want to convey that message. All right, thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Hi, welcome to the program. Morning, Mr. Stowe. Hi, Larry. 
uh, so I called Marvin's room last night at the hospital. I spoke to his mother mm-hmm. and his brother. Oh, you did? Really? Mm. Oh, yeah. And so they, they said any time that he was going to pass. So I just I told him I didn't want to come up and clog the room up. I guess there was a lot of people. But uh, his mother was very upset. So oh, God, I can understand that. Mm. Yeah, he, 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 uh So anyways, one thing about Marvin, you can always say about Marvin, maybe he said it or did it in the wrong way sometimes, but Marvin, Marvin loved this country. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Loved this country to to no end, and uh, I hope the uh, hope they give him a nice uh, nice funeral. The uh, the military because he deserves that. Mm-hmm. So, and um, too bad he was very young. Yeah, he's yeah. a young man. Yeah, I didn't um, um, realize he was that sick, but I guess he was. Yeah, sometimes those things come on. I know. I know. Yeah. I had my second surgery, my second eye yesterday done. Oh, good. You got that over with. Yeah, and it came out better than the first one. <laughs> okay. I don't even have any blur- blurriness at all today. Well, everybody has a dominant yeah. eye, yeah. So well, so I got to go see her at 2 o'clock and make sure that everything was in there all right or whatever. But mm-hmm. and, um, So... I'm sure all the people are going to miss miss uh, Marvin too at the at the coffee shop. Didn't he have a coffee shop on Wednesday mornings? Oh yeah, he was very influential with that, and uh, was very yeah. enthusiastic, and people were getting a lot from it. Yeah. Well, well good guy. I enjoyed listening to him. Always um, interesting. Marvin was always interesting. Yeah. All right, so you got a guest coming on, huh? Yeah, it's a, with a group called Concerned Veterans for America. It's um, going to be very uh, um, important and educational. John Burns is the director, Concerned Veterans for America. So we'll. Oh, that ought, that ought to be. Um, mm. That ought to be interesting. I'm counting on it. Yeah, that's coming up next after the news. Right after the news for a little bit. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll listen. Okay, buddy. Okay, I'll talk to you later, Sue. Talk to you later. High today, 88. Low tonight, 73. Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny, warm, but decreasing humidity, 86. Thursday, sunny, cooler, and comfortable, with the high about 81. It's currently 82 degrees, WICHAM 1310. We have a news break coming up, then we'll have our guest, and then more open topic. Veterans Coffee House, speaking of that, second Tuesdays in Monville, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., veterans can socialize and receive info regarding veterans' benefits and services. The number is 425-6617 at the Monville Senior Center, 12 Maple Avenue in Monville. So keep that in mind. We like to keep you posted on that because it is certainly been very educational for veterans who may not know some of the things that are available for them. And boy, they deserve uh, all the breaks, and we will certainly always let you know about what's going on. Saturday, Stop Suicide, 11 a.m., the Southeastern Connecticut Walk, McCook's Point Point Register at 10 a.m., Walk Start Time, 11 a.m., Contact Tara Autry 
The phone is 203-206-3503. We'll be telling you more about that. All right, let's uh, throw some new... Well, we won't throw it. We'll... <laughs> some of the news I'd like to throw out. Personality Radio, AM 1310 Norwich, WICH, and W233DB in Norwich, FM 94.5. When you hear the beep, we will have the mellow tones of the... New- this is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Steve Kathan. The flood crisis in the Jackson, Mississippi area has gone from bad to worse. The water is not safe to drink, and I would even say it's not safe to brush your teeth with. State health official Dr. Daniel Edney says that's because the flood water compromised a major water treatment plant affecting nearly 200,000 people. We can no longer flush the toilets, which is impacting individual sanitation in our homes and in our institutions and certainly in our educational facilities, which is going to impact the ability of our students to be attending school. Bottled water is now being distributed throughout the area. U.N. Chief Antonio Gutierrez is calling on the world to help flood-ravaged Pakistan. The climate catastrophe has killed more than 1,000 people with many more injured. Millions are homeless. Schools and health facilities have been destroyed. About a third of the country is underwater because of relentless monsoons. CBS's Jim Crisula tells us there's new anger now in a city that suffered a mass shooting. Many Uvalde, Texas parents are furious that officers who responded to the Robb Elementary School shooting May 24th will be used to guard schools the upcoming school year. Diana Olvido Carew told school board members. Those were the people that failed us. They didn't protect the children. Or the staff. School board members have pleaded for patience with the legal process they say they started by firing school police chief Pete Arredondo. In a new government filing, Tesla's Elon Musk cites information from a whistleblower as additional reasoning to back out of his bid to buy Twitter. That former exec raised security concerns. Twitter calls the Musk effort now invalid and wrongful. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy tells us President Biden is taking his midterm election themes on the road. The White House says in Wilkes-Barre the president will say it's his aim to fund police, while Republicans are proposing to defund the FBI in the wake of the Mar-a-Lago search and standing with those who assaulted officers at the Capitol on January 6th. Aides say Mr. Biden will call the GOP agenda extreme and a threat to the rule of law. A sea of celebrities on hand last night in New York at the U.S. Open to pay tribute to Serena Williams. Yeah, I've been pretty vague about it, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to stay vague because you never know. Well, she won her first round match in what's expected to be her tennis finale. It's time for me, you know, to evolve to the next thing. I think it's important because there's so many other things that I want to do. Williams indicates she wants to add to her family and spend more time on business interests. Her next match at the Open is tomorrow. Wall Street, right now the Dow is down 291 points, S&P down 45. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today. Dan owed an unbelievable amount of money to the IRS. I got behind on my taxes. It's a horrible feeling. He was in denial. And when I got those letters from the IRS, you wanted to act like they didn't exist. Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me. The fast action and the great results made 
Dan's head spin. I felt like I was in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying. Make the call now. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. An unforgettable Oscar moment may have soured the comedian's thirst for a return. Hosting the Oscars again? <laughs> oh, wow! Chris Rock says forget it. The Arizona Republic says he told a Phoenix comedy show. The Academy asked, but it would be like returning to the scene of the crime after he was slugged by Will Smith following that joke about his wife Jada's alopecia. No comment from the folks at the Oscars, but Rock also claims he was offered but turned down a post-slap Super Bowl commercial. By the way, Rock says that hit really hurt. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. In baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals keep winning, and 42-year-old legend Albert Pujols keeps hitting. Albert lifts it in the air out to deep right. At the wall! Gone! 694! And it was a home run off a record 450th different pitcher in his career. Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program. It is a special uh, privilege to have this gentleman on the program, John Burns, a uh, veteran and director of Education for Concerned Veterans for America. And uh, formerly with the Marine Corps, let's say. Hi, John. Good morning. Good morning, Stu. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to talk to you and your listeners. Thank you. I, I want to learn more about the uh, Concerned Veterans for America. This one year ago today, we left Afghanistan. We can talk about that uh, with you as well. But first of all, tell us about the uh, Concerned Veterans of America. Um, it's sure. a name that I'm not familiar with, and I want to learn more about it. Absolutely. So Concerned Veterans for America, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary this year in 2022. We stood up as an organization in 2012, and we're now one of America's largest and most influential veterans advocacy organizations. Uh, we stand up for the rights of veterans. We, we work with the grassroots to try and influence policy around issues like VA health care, VA benefits. Uh, and for the past two or three years, we've, we've really been taking a strong stance in the world of foreign policy. And of course, uh, I'm going to do my best to explain Everything, all things CVA, CV, Conservative Veterans of America, CVA. But if folks want to learn more, they can go to our website at CV4A. That's the letter C, the letter V, the number 4A.org, CV4A.org. Mm -hmm. And uh, all of our policies, our, our, all of our information is, is right there. And, and you know, folks can help us out if they're interested in helping out on some of the things we talk about today. Just let me get, get to um, your concern about foreign policies. Um, where do you stand on a lot of the things that have been going on? So, you, you know, Concerned Veterans for America, first of all, I'm a veteran uh, who's, who's been at the, the spear point of much of America's foreign policy. I served in the Marine Corps, and as such, I spent some time in Somalia in the 90s. Uh, I re-enlisted into the Army National Guard after taking a few years off, and uh, one year into my uh, National Guard enlistment, I found myself in, in New York City at Ground Zero on the evening of, of September 11th, 2001. Since then, I deployed to both Iraq and Afghanistan. 
And uh, I was a pretty enthusiastic deployer at those at that point. But uh, I've learned a lot over the last 20 years, uh, a lot of uh, 20 years of America at war. And Concerned Veterans for America really believes in, in a foreign policy that's more restrained and more realist than we've had for the last couple of decades. Uh, and, you know, we fought to end endless wars. Uh, the war in Afghanistan went on for 20 years before uh, the withdrawal last year. Uh, the withdrawal itself it was executed uh, absolutely terribly. The things that happened in those last couple of weeks shouldn't have come down the way they were. But, but we believe America is a better place without uh, U.S. troops in harm's way in Afghanistan. Uh, and we've seen just this week that U.S. troops are still in harm's way in other places. Yeah, there are a lot of places where I think people don't even realize where we have troops there. Do you think uh, these places are um, most of them unnecessary? I would say that most of them are unnecessary, right? So, so um, you know, from Afghanistan, where we're out of now, to Syria, where we still have folks, to Iraq, where we still have folks who are, you know, constantly under threat in Iraq, obviously, uh, a lot going on in Baghdad this week, uh, embassy at risk itself. Uh, but... The question is, is what are America's core national interests in, and when is it appropriate to risk, you know, the trillions of dollars that we've seen go into this global war on terror? When is it, when is it in our core national interest to risk young Americans' lives and their ongoing health? And, and you know, as, as part of our kind of combination of foreign policy and, and VA healthcare uh, being, being priorities for us, you know, we're, we're keenly aware that every time we spend trillions of dollars in a place like Afghanistan, we're going to have to spend trillions more treating veterans when they come back home. It's not only, uh, as you know, certainly better than I, uh, John, it's not only the battles, but it's um, the ramifications of things like Agent Orange and other illnesses that they get from the chemicals. You must do a lot of that when you're doing uh, work with VA. Uh, so we see, you know, we, we stand up for patients' rights at the VA. We really think that the VA needs to have a model that's more focused on community health care than it does now. Uh, you know, we've been behind, uh, or we've worked to pass with Congress, with our partners in Congress over the past decade, to pass quite a few bills to help reform the VA. We were strong proponents of the, the choice card that passed uh, as part of a VA reform bill back in 2014, Transparency, Accountability, and Choice Act. Uh, and the idea was to get, get veterans to be able to use the choice card if they were in a long wait or if they had a long drive to VA hospitals. Uh, that, that program was in desperate risk of running out of money in 2018. We worked with partners in Congress to pass what was called the Mission Act in 2018, which extended the choice card for another year and gave the VA time to roll out uh, community care access standards, which it did, uh, which enables veterans to or purportedly enables veterans to get community care if they're in too long a wait time or they have too far of a drive time. For instance, uh, you know, if, if it's going to take more than um, more than 28 days to see a specialty care provider, that, then they should be assigned community care. But what we're seeing is the VA is not doing that. Uh, the VA is bringing, you know, bringing, trying to keep veterans within the system. It, it, it doesn't really like the competition. Uh, it, it, you know, the bureaucrats there, the unionized bureaucrats there. Uh, prefer to, to keep union jobs in the VA system, but again, this is a, this is a, an ongoing cost that that is skyrocketing again into the trillions of dollars over the next couple of decades because we had you know we had thousands and thousands of Americans who served overseas you know and and there are obviously you know we we, we lost eight thousand Americans roughly in the global war on terror from two thousand one to two, twenty twenty one, but but hundreds of thousands have physical wounds. Hundreds of, and emotional wounds, and mental wounds, and, and spiritual wounds, and it's going to be an ongoing trauma for the American 
people for the American budget for, for many, many decades. I mean, we have, we have folks who served in you know, Afghanistan as late as 2021 who were 18 and 19 years old, and some of them are going to be treated for the next 40, 50, 60 years at the VA for, for injuries, physical and mental, that they suffered uh, in the last year of a 20-year war. So, John, who's with uh, Concerned Veterans for America, uh, John, what are some of the things that um, veterans listening right now may not know that's available to them? Because once in a while we hear, oh, I didn't know about that, or I could have got that, I could have received that. What are some of the uh, important questions or some of the things that you tell them that say, wow, we can get that, we're eligible for that? Well, you know, I mean, we are we – are as an organization very focused on VA reform and fo- focused on particularly reforming VA healthcare, there are some things that the VA does really, really well. Obviously, uh, the new GI Bill is a fantastic opportunity. Um, I was, uh, I was a, a, an incredibly lucky double dipper into the GI Bill. Um, the, the way the GI Bill works is um, you're eligible for up to 48 months of benefits, and I was able to do 32 months of benefits under the old Montgomery GI Bill and get a bachelor's degree. And uh, because they passed a new GI Bill, I was able to go back and, and in 16 months uh, of, of benefits complete a master's degree. Uh, the home loan program is, is generally fantastic. Veterans love uh, the, the idea that they can do uh, a home loan with no money down, uh, so it's great for young veterans. Uh, there are you know, dozens and dozens of, of organizations out there doing great things for veterans. Uh, you know, we partner with groups like Headstrong, which provides top quality mental health care to veterans who need it. You know, obviously, uh, the VA, um, the veterans' mental health care landscape is incredibly, incredibly important to us. You know, veteran and, and young military member suicide continues to be a problem. And again, a lot of that has to do with the cost of war and a treatment model that isn't quite up to date when it comes to the mental health of America's military and America's veterans. Well, I agree with that 100 percent, you know, taking care of their mental health. I, it seems like I'm hearing more and more of a suicide problem with the veterans. Is it more in these days, or it's always been that way? You know, I, I know that, that veteran suicide is, is a huge problem, and it's, it's, very, it's incredibly hard to, to suss out. You know, five, ten years ago, when we first started to hear about it as a kind of a topic in the news, the, the largest kind of cohort of veterans committing suicide at that point were, were typically Vietnam-era veterans who were kind of dealing with end-of-life care issues, and many of them um, were, were opting out. Uh, we've had a lot of, it's an ongoing problem for the military itself with, with, with members within the military taking their own lives. Uh, but it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a place in America where we really need a, a reshift in our entire cultural approach to, to mental health care. Uh, particularly for mem- members of the military and for veterans, uh, in spite of, of you know the best policy making efforts of folks in Congress and folks you know at the top echelon of the Pentagon and within the military itself, there's still a huge uh, mental health stigma uh, for, for members who serve. And you know it doesn't matter whether they say that there's you know that there's no stigma that every service member should go and seek help uh, in, in a in a culture that's driven by, by alpha-type individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are just those who are always going to look askew at folks who seek help and kind of indicate weakness. And we've got to create a cultural shift where, you know, it's more about mental fitness and mental wellness than seeing folks who, who need help today as having some kind of defect that means that they're not eligible for service or that they're not eligible as veterans to fully participate in, in 
modern American life. So as you mentioned earlier, John, there are places that we shouldn't be in putting our soldiers at risk. Uh, in your opinion, what situation do you think we should be using our soldiers? I mean, we've been in Iraq and Afghanistan and other places. Um, was Afghanistan a mistake and Iraq a mistake in your uh, opinion? So, you know, the way I would say, and I was enthusiastic supporters of those efforts at the beginning. Um, I've, like I said, I've learned a lot over the past two decades. Mm -hmm. we, we absolutely needed to be in Afghanistan early on. Uh, we were responding to a direct attack on the United States, as I mentioned. I responded that first day at Ground Zero in New York City. Uh, the Taliban hosted al-Qaeda. Uh, and al-Qaeda was, you know, deeply embedded in Afghan life in 2001. Uh, it was the right thing to do. Iraq was a much greater stretch of, of our resources. It was a much greater stretch of, of evidence that there was some reason to go there. As, as we know now, Iraq actually turned out to be one of the, the, the biggest disasters of American foreign policy. Uh, you know, my take today from a 2022 perspective is we never should have gone into Iraq in the first place. At, at the same time, we should have gotten out of Afghanistan much sooner than we did. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of smart folks that that, that I listen to tend to say, you know, the, the 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 kind of the moment where we could have gotten out of Afghanistan with without another decade of, of risk was after the the, um, the the mission to kill Osama bin Laden. Right? There was there was a moment there mm -hmm. where we had accomplished almost everything we set out to do, and we had certainly accomplished everything that we set out to do that was within the realm of possible. We spent 10 years after that in Afghanistan, uh, and, and frankly, in my opinion, another 10 or another 20 years wouldn't have given us anything but a society that was fragile uh, and that would have fallen, a government that would have fallen to, if not the Taliban, then to some other element uh, other than, than the ones that we were supporting. It's a, it's a very complicated place. Uh, there's a there's an ancient culture of corruption. There's an ancient culture of of decentralization and and a, you know of a, a, a culture of warlordism, where uh, we just were never going to be able to remake Afghanistan in a decade or two in America's image and turn it into a modern Western you know civically oriented culture. You know, I, I guess Russia was taught that lesson too when when they went in there. The um I think everybody knows John. By the way, John Burns is with us, Director of Education for Concerned Veterans for America, in this portion of our program. But um, we're very, very concerned about uh, people who really follow the news, the debacle of how we left Afghanistan. And I think most of us wanted to get out of there. But what could we have done differently? And are there still American soldiers there? And, of course, people that helped us out and worked with us they're stuck and they're in terrible danger. What are your what's your opinion on that? So there are there are you know still folks in Afghanistan who are at risk for helping us. Uh, you know as to whether there are American soldiers there or not, um, I have I don't know of of that. I do know that we have you know we do have some capabilities uh, to operate covertly. It's it's one of you know America's strengths. We have some some fantastic special operations forces who at times can operate covertly. Uh, you know, we saw that America still has a, a great over-the-horizon capability with the with the uh, recent uh, elimination of, of Zahiri, uh, you know, uh, Osama bin Laden's heir as the leader of al-Qaeda. Uh, but to my knowledge, there are no American soldiers at risk in Afghanistan. We, as, as an organization, Concerned Veterans for America, through our, our 501c3 uh, sister organization, Concerned Veterans for America Foundation, have been working 
to help you know some of the the American allied Afghans who are trying to escape the country and who are coming to America to resettle. We work with partners who do some of the uh, the 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 airlifting of of those who do manage to get visas and get out. And we work locally in places like uh, like. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, to help with some of the resettlement efforts to support folks here who, who made their best efforts to help American military in, in Afghanistan and, and, and made the best effort to, to help you know, with that impossible dream of transforming Afghanistan into a modern Western-style democracy. Uh, we, we're doing our best to help them resettle here in a real Western democracy and to fit in. Uh, but it is, it is a terrible tragedy of war. Every war you know, has its tragedies, and that's why you know, at Concerned Veterans for America, and again, we're at cv4a.org on the website. That's why we believe in this policy of realism and restraint, where we only believe, we believe that the only reason to go to war is for America's core national interests. And we would define that as, you know, an actual threat to the, to the actual territorial integrity of the United States, a threat to our system of democracy, our democratic republic here at home, or a threat to the conditions of our prosperity, which, you know, which is, is, freedom of the seas, freedom of air travel, freedom of trade. And, you know, places like Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, Somalia, Libya, places where we've, we've seen American troops, you know, adventure into and, and be at risk and, and be killed or, or injured in combat. Those places, none of those places that we've typically done that in the last 20 years really fit into that category where mm -hmm. there was a core interest that was a threat to our, to our very existence. We've been flirting with... Uh going into the Ukraine, which I don't think will happen, but certainly we're supplying so much to the Ukrainians, and then of course the uh, volatile situation potential in Taiwan, and I'm sure people are thinking, oh, are we going to send troops there? Um, what's your take on those two things? Well, you know, uh, so starting with the Ukraine, uh, it's an interesting statistic today. We've already spent more on arming the Ukraine than we spent in Afghanistan in the first five years, so that's hmm. That's an alarming figure. Uh, you know, what's going on in the Ukraine? You know, Vladimir Putin is an evil man. Russia's aggression was unwarranted and uncalled for. <clears throat> but at the same time, the Ukraine is not a, a U.S. treaty ally. Uh, we're, we're in a position where we're dangerously depleting some of uh, our key military resources, uh, you know, our artillery units, artillery supplies in particular, in order to help the Ukraine defend itself. Meanwhile, our, our European allies, who are neighbors of the Ukraine, many of them aren't doing anything to, to or, or doing very, very little to help Ukraine. I, I know that the president, you know, recently, last aid package that he pushed forward used his, his drawdown authority uh, to draw down military supplies, but drawdown typically indicates that you're using something that's obsolete. You're getting rid of something that, that has already been replaced. And in fact, we're sending overseas many military supplies that if we want to continue to deter Russian aggression elsewhere, if we want to be able to deter Chinese aggression towards Taiwan, then we should not be you know, drawing down our supplies. We should not be spending the money that we are and the military resources that we are to support the Ukraine. Again, I have the deepest sympathy for the Ukrainian people. Uh, I'm a, I'm a you know, Polish-American uh, in descent, and I feel deeply for the people who have suffered at the hands of, uh, of the Russians over the past, you know, decades, uh, in including the Ukrainians for the last year. But at the same time, it's not in America's core national interest to defend Ukrainian territory. Uh, similarly with, with Taiwan, you know, China is a, is a rising power in Asia. We need to have a very realistic approach to how we, we approach China. 
there are there are places where China is you know is culpable of, of great evil, but there are also places where China is uh, an important cooperator and. You know, taking a simplistic approach where where we just see them as either a great trade partner or the most evil force in the world is 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 simplistic and unhelpful. Uh, you know, I, I also have great sympathy for the people of Taiwan who have you know kind of flourished more and more as their country as their country as their region has democratized. Uh, but it, it's a tenuous situation. Uh, we want to we want to continue to kind of have peace and security with our trading partners across the Pacific Rim. So it, it's a very nuanced situation there. We certainly do not need to be antagonizing the Chinese. Of course not, yeah. Johnny, some of the recent things okay. that we've seen members mm-hmm. of Congress do, like... You mean when Nancy Pelosi went over there? Yeah, I'm here. I don't know when I dropped off, but I did get a sign that I dropped off. So okay, no, you're, you're that. back, and that's good. Just a, a couple of other quick things. Uh, I think m- most of us wanted to get out of Afghanistan, but what would have been the uh, the right way? And obviously it was the wrong way and a very big mistake uh, to get out of Afghanistan. How would you have thought the best approach would be? You know, it was always going to be hard, right, because we were always going to have to watch um, the, the, the allies that we had worked with, the, the Afghan army, essentially crumble before the Taliban because after 20 years of effort, we had not uh, successfully kind of built that into a fighting force. And, and, and again, my assessment of Afghan culture, we probably never were. Uh, you know, there were, there were a lot of mistakes made. We, we certainly could have planned our withdrawal earlier and better. We could have accounted for, for more from America's allies and, and kind of um, thought six, seven, eight months out, how were we going to maximize the ability to withdraw people? You know, we could have probably... Um, thought about executing our withdrawal. Uh, we could have been uh, more deliberate about keeping Bagram open a little longer. Uh, but, you know, I'm not a general. What I do know is, is that, you know, America's military planners uh, knew that we were going to have to leave Afghanistan at some point, and they certainly could have and should have done a better job of, of thinking through that withdrawal. I mean, you know, President Biden announced it in April of 2021. It was accomplished in August of 2021. Uh, a lot of leaders let us down, but it's important not just to focus on the fact that 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 execution could have gone better, and it could have, but the fact that for for two decades, America's political and military leaders set a stage where there was always going to be some kind of disaster in Afghanistan, and nobody wanted to tell the truth about it for 20 years. For 20 years, American leaders were unaccountable, and certainly, again, since since the 2011 operation that that resulted in the death of Osama bin Laden. We really had leaders who, who just nobody took the opportunity to kind of decide mm-hmm. to tell the truth that Afghanistan was never going to be a, a, a democratic state and that sooner or later we're going to have to give up on, on trying to reform that country in our own image and let the chips kind of fall where they may. So many, so many leaders politically and militarily were unaccountable over two decades. John, I want to thank you for being, as we come up on another um, anniversary of that horrible day, September 11th, and I know you served at ground zero for the first two weeks. Um, Could you give us your impressions and what you were uh, helping out with? I think I dropped out again. Oh, okay. You didn't hear what I said. I just wanted to thank you for your service on ground zero, September 11th and some of the things that you were doing during that tragic time. Okay, back again. Sorry. 
Um, don't know what's going on today with uh, with the phone lines. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I you know I was a, a college student in Manhattan on the morning of September 11th in 2001. It was a beautiful day uh, it, it, for about an hour and a half in the morning, and then the news of the towers falling uh, struck, and uh, you know uh, I spent the day scrambling around, watching people uh, evacuate Lower Manhattan, uh, working to get help to help get my unit up and ready to deploy. At the end of the day, we deployed down to Lower Manhattan to help secure the the area around Ground Zero from just kind of from folks wandering in from 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 disaster tourists who were already starting to to happen that very evening. Uh, spent two weeks down there staring at, at you know the, the site of the worst thing that I've ever seen, which is a a a, 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 a basically a, a gaping micro war zone in my hometown. Uh, the smell of the sites, the the burning plastic, the burning metal, the sounds uh, was just it was horrific, and it, it really motivated me and and fed my you know my my desire to go overseas and 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 seek you know retribution to seek solutions for it, uh, and it you know it, it was a it was a monumental day in my life as it was for many Americans uh, who were of age to to join military service. Many of the folks that I work with at Concerned Veterans of America over the last decade were inspired uh, to the to, to to join the military because of that day. So uh, and you can find out more about those guys and gals who've done that at our website cv4a.org. CV4A.org, is that what you said? The letter C, the letter V, the number 4, the letter A, or for those who've been in the military, Charlie Victor 4, Alpha.org. Okay, I want to make sure that people get that and find out more about Concerned Veterans for America. And uh, you've been with the Marine Corps, Army National Guard, and uh, Ground Zero. You uh, what, so what are you doing these days? Just concentrating on uh, CVA or other things? So yeah, I'm a full-time employee of CVA. You know, we uh, we work uh, again to shape policy. So you know, we're working to to try and pass a measure called the GAPS Act, guaranteeing health care access for personnel who served at the VA. That would would further uh, enshrine those those access standards for community care at the statutory law, uh, holding the VA more accountable for for. Providing a supply side solution to the, the growing demand for, for veterans' health care for veterans, uh, you know, we're, we're working again to, to try and get our folks out of harm's way in Iraq and Syria, where they still are, uh, and to try and prevent the government from from you know venturing into blundering into places like Ukraine, Taiwan, and other places where America's core national interests are not at stake. Mm-hmm. So uh, they say only the strong survive. I'm concerned that um, lately uh, we, the military has been weakened when it comes to uh, certain weapons that China may be uh, getting ahead of us in that score. Do you follow much of that? Um, I, you know, I'm starting to. I'm starting to read more about kind of the, where the future of war is going. Uh, again, a very complicated Situation, but I think America, you know, has a strength that, that China can never match, and that's the free market, that's innovation, that that's you know the, the, our concept of creative destruction in our economic outlook. And, and I think that you know whatever challenge China provides in the future, the the way that we organize our culture is gonna be superior, and it's gonna continue to give us a comparative and a competitive advantage. Well, John, we love the veterans and anything that we can do and pass out any information about uh, what's good for them. Please keep in touch with us. And uh, John's the director of the Education for Concerned Veterans 
of America for America. So anything else we need to know? I think we can certainly cover a lot more when we get a, a hold of you at uh, that uh, website. Yes, Stu, I, it's been great to be, be on. Again, cv4a.org is where you can learn more about me and the work we do at Concerned Veterans for America. You know, I'm happy to come on and talk to your folks at any time uh, as we move closer to maybe getting this, this bill, the GAPS Act, uh, passed. As you know, as we get into uh, talk in October around the National Defense Authorization Act, as we get to Veterans Day in November, I'm happy to come back and talk to talk to you, good New Englanders, any time that you'd like. All right. Thank you for your service, sir, and uh, for all the good work that you do. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome, John Burns, Director of Education for Concerned Veterans for America. I'm going to take a break, and you want to talk about some of the things you talked about or anything else? We'll be right back. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Quersha'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Frontier Communications broke its promise to Connecticut's working families. Instead of maintaining its experienced Connecticut-based workforce, Frontier's cut hundreds of good-paying jobs and replaced them with undertrained out-of-state contractors, putting quality of service and public safety at risk. Frontier was just fined millions of dollars for jeopardizing public safety here in Connecticut after its contractors botched underground fiber installations. And Frontier contractors have even repeatedly damaged water lines during installations, causing over 500,000 gallons of water leaks. That leads to both customer service outages and damage to our economy through job losses. With over $100 million of new infrastructure funding, Connecticut has a once-in-a-lifetime chance to build broadband right. But we need to hold Frontier accountable. Our families and communities deserve better from Frontier. Call the Public Utilities Regulatory Authority at 860-827-1553 and tell them to hold Frontier accountable to its commitment of investing in good Connecticut jobs. Don't hang up on Connecticut Frontier, paid for by Communications Workers of America. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Ask your bank a question. Where are they headquartered? If the answer is hundreds of miles away, then are they really a community bank to you? Large and out-of-state banks put profits first at the expense of local customers. If you value a real community banking experience, Dime Bank is welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
mind. All right, let me roll up my short sleeves. Wait a minute. They're already rolled up, aren't they? 889-5252 is the number. Uh, it's an open forum for this portion of our program. See this? 422,000 in Connecticut are behind on electric and gas bills. 420,000? Holy smokes. That's quite a figure, huh? Talk more about that in just a little bit, but let's take this call. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. How are you? Good. Uh, I just want to say that I was very sorry to hear about Marvin. Yeah, um, that was a shock. I, yes. I'm still registering that in my head here. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, he was always there for the veterans, would always help them the but if they had a question or anything, he was always there for them. He would always roll his sleeve up at the blood bank to give blood to help somebody. That's right. That's right. Oh, he lots was of times. A good man, and uh, I, I'm sure he'll rest in peace. And that's what my heart says. Well, your heart's a good heart because you think of uh, naturally the wonderful things that he did. He did. And he had ups and downs just like anybody else. Yeah. But yeah. His, his heart was in for America. Right. And uh, he did some wonderful things, as you said, giving donations of blood, which saves people's lives. Yes. Yeah. He, he was a wonderful man. I'm going to miss him. Well, we enjoyed our good conversations. Yes, you did. You did, and he did, too. I know he did. I mean, I've known Marvin since uh, almost the first day that I came here. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a Norwich boy. So yeah. are you feeling okay since the fall? I'm okay. Everything, I'm all right. Everything better? Good. I'm okay. Good. I've been thinking about you. I'm, in, uh, I'm okay. Don't worry about me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thanks yeah. for sharing with us. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Our buddy Marvin has passed away, and we, I just heard that this morning. Was not aware of it till this morning. Maybe it was this morning when he his life was over. An interesting life for sure. He was still a very young man, and he was a a veteran. Talked a lot about his service. Well, about four hundred twenty thousand Connecticut customers of EverSource Energy. And Avangrid's electric and natural gas utilities were more than 30 days behind in paying their bills last month, according to Claire Coleman, the state's consumer council. Figure has Coleman and state officials, as well as social services advocates, very worried what will happen once the home heating season starts a couple of months from now. Starting to save a little money in the kitty, huh? While the price of gas has slowly declined over much of the summer, but it's still up there. Natural gas and home heating oil prices remain high as summer comes to an end. So that really hasn't slowed down. Home heating oil prices are up 98.5% from this time last year, which was a lot last year, according to the Federal Bureau of Labor Statistics. While natural gas is up 38.9% over the same period. State and federal leaders want the U.S. Senate Appropriations Committee to fund an emergency appropriation to boost funding available to low- and moderate-income families. It's important that this happen so that low-income residents don't have to choose between paying for food, 
So this is the time to get, even though it's 82 degrees, this is time to get ready for it. States independent home heating oil dealers are working with their customers to soften the blow. So we'll uh, keep you posted on that. But now's the time to work on it. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Sorry good morning. hear about Mars and who yeah. knew? I mean, I didn't know, you know. I knew um, that he was ill, but I didn't know it yeah. was uh, to this yeah. degree. Mm-hmm. And um, the gentleman was excellent. Um, I wish he had known what I knew about, um, well, he's out of the military, just like my husband's out of the military. But for families that are still in, what's happening for the married ones that normally would be able, with their families or wives, to move on to an army post or military base, whatever, you know all of the seventy, eighty thousand Afghanistans, they're housing them on military bases, forcing families to find housing one or two hours away from the base and the husband or wife has to drive in and they're not providing an upgrade, they call it B A H, which is like um what it would cost to rent in an area. And and they normally kept up with that, with the rate, but the families are saying, like, if you're in California, somewhere that's really high-priced, they're paying out of their pockets what the military used to pay and cover. So families are being really ripped off. If you're young and in the military, you've got a family, you better be careful if you're joining, because it may not work out, and that's why a lot of families are actually on food stamps in the military, which is really pathetic, considering it really irks me when they let the illegals come here, bust them to New York, and they set them up, and you know who's paying for them? FEMA. FEMA should be down in Mississippi dealing with the big flood that's going on and the lack of water in Jackson. No, they're up there in New York. Well, they're probably there too, Susan. Well, I doubt it. Not in, not with this administration. And what you were just saying about all the electric rates and what's going to happen with oil and heating and everything, who started this? Joe Biden. Why should anybody vote for anybody that backs him? And I'm speaking for Marvin now. That he started it. This, we we had a, a free capitalistic society where you know you could choose what you wanted to do with heating. You could have your choice, you know. And then he closes down oil and this and that. That is, he picks on Russia. He's doing the same thing Russia and China do, telling us what we have and and can and cannot do. So anyone that votes Democrat in in, um, November and in 2024, it's like, what are you, a glutton for punishment? And with my bill being 230 in electricity when it was only like 130, you might as well say it's almost doubled. What in actually at the beginning of this mess it went up to three hundred. I believe we're paying for all those four hundred and some thousand 
that are not paying. I think they're double charging the people that do actually pay. That's my opinion. I put that in your conspiracy book. Okay. Thank you. Yep. A little weather. How about a little weather? That was your cue. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partly sunny, hot, and humid today, up to 88. Could get some rain or a storm tonight and overnight around 70 or so. After that, it'll become partly to mostly sunny tomorrow, and the humidity is going to go down. 86 for the high tomorrow, and then sunny, cooler, and comfortable on Thursday with a high of 81. That's your Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast. Thank you, Weather morning. anytime Marty. at WICH.com. Now 82 degrees. Stu Breyer with your WICH. Hope you're enjoying the morning. And let's take another call. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. I just want to say, uh, you go, girl, 8 o'clock, Susan. You know, that was good. Um, no, it, it's not funny uh, because it's only going to get worse on the energy, utility bills and whatnot. And, um, you know, because we're approaching fall and then the winter. And what I find is there is a lot of assistance um, for the people who are, it can only be for the people who are income eligibility, you know, whether it's um, rent, energy, phone, computers, WIC, health, and whatnot, uh, that the money is supporting in plus our tax dollars and whatnot. Um, so, um, well, we got to get ready for it. Um, hopefully, maybe the prices will be down by then. However, you got to be prepared because we don't want anybody freezing and we don't want anybody not getting food because they have to pay for the utilities. So, this is the time to be working on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, big time because um, the people that are coming in and getting all these benefits, uh, they're in pretty much the priority line over veterans care. And I want to say, not only, you know, I I listened to uh, the other gentleman, and, um, uh, you know, it's getting better for veterans, but uh, you're you're talking the burn pits now with uh, the the military, so... um, I just want to say uh, the veterans need more. Uh, they should be on a priority list for health care, whatnot, for them. Um, under the direction of these politicians, most of them that don't have military careers in making decisions on where to put money. So that's All right, Maria, thank you. You're welcome. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon. I'm oh, sorry, Stu. Good morning, Stu. Hi there, Joey. Hey, buddy, man. Hey, I, 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 again, I did some errands this morning. I had every intention to get over there to Tobacco's. But, you know, you beat me to the punch again there, Mary Wells. Um, I'm sorry for Marvin, but, you know, it, it, I love what you said. I just talked to Bobby, my friend. He's uh, 70 years old, and he lost his brother 53. I think he was 64. Um yeah, it's a little young for him, but he was a, he was a hellraiser, but he was a good guy, man. Yeah, when it's all said and done, he did some very good things, and serving his country to. is one of the big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not going to get real down. You know, I'm I'm down about it, but I, you know, I got to 
I got to persevere and carry on as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not getting any younger. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Marty's doing a great job, by the way, man. And he and he and he's beating himself up a little bit. If you don't tell him, Joey said it, but you know, he, well, I'm not really inclined to music. My wife was. He's doing a great. Hey, man. Oh yeah, he, he's a- he's still. He's a hell of a, he's a trooper, Stu. He is. I used to call, I call him the no-nonsense, he don't, he, he don't take no guff. He's, he's straightforward. That's what I like about him. He yeah. tells it like it is. You know, he calls a spade a spade. He's an honorable man, and he's a consummate professional, and, um... Yeah, he certainly is, Stu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've worked with a lot of people, and he's got it. Yeah, he certainly does. He really does. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I could talk for an hour with I could talk all day with you. Uh... So is he going to be the morning man from now on, or is it just right now? Just a, no, like a it, uh, it appears that uh, Marty in the morning looks yeah, like what it's... Was, hey, what was that English name that you you guys... I was listening to you before I took off this morning. Oh. Some British names, S with an H or something. Stylish, he was. <laughs> what the heck did that... What does that mean? Is that a No, name? it's nothing. It's just a silly name that he created, but it, it makes you smile. <laughs> Hey, say it again, Stu. Say the name. Stylish. Stylish is his first name. Oh, stylish, like hairstylish. Styled. Stylish, yes. With an I-S. Okay, stylish. And what's the last name there, H? Bitchley. (laughs) That's crazy. That's funny, Stu. That's his... Hey, all right. Yeah, I don't want to hog up the phone, but yeah. And your guess was good. I caught the last part of him. But he seems honorable, and uh, he's from New York, huh? Well, he's been to New York uh, quite a few times, but right now I think he's in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but he, I think he hailed. He went to college and stuff. I got that yeah. part and nine uh, eleven and all. But he said to all you New Englanders, and I consider myself a New Englander, but I'm still a Philadelphian, like you're a Bostonian. But he, I don't think he's he's hailed from New England. No, but. Whatever. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. No, I I, I'm just a little conversation. No, but I wish I I caught the whole show. But you gonna guess this afternoon at one, or everything's just smooth no, sailing the same? We're gonna wing it. We're gonna wing it. It sounds like a plan with my man Stu. All yeah. right, brother All right, man. See you I love later. you, man. Take care. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the program. Stu, could you could you um if if you well if you feel like it on on your uh, lunch break could you play that song? Uh, he's not heavy. He's my brother. Oh, you know that. I always feel like that song. It's a wonderful song. Yeah, I was thinking of Marvin and Greg. His Marvin's brother. Oh, Marvin's brother. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because he was a very good brother to Marvin too. Yeah, they were. They appeared to be very close. I, I and uh, yes, I will play that. Thank you. You're welcome. It was, now there's still another thing I wanted to mention, but that doesn't matter. That was what I was. First on my mind. Okay. So that's all. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Yes, sir. Um, I have three items. Okay, we can do a little swapping and selling. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got a Quai. It's a synthesizer with a stand. It's an FS800. Mm-hmm. And then I've got an ivory tone dining room an ensemble. That's a table and four chairs. And then I've got a green leather sofa. The quai is excellent. The ivory tone and the green leather is good. 
Okay, my friend, anything else? Nope, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless I can sell myself on the phone. Oh, well, are you uh, inexpensive, or how much do you charge? Oh, I'm very expensive because that's... I'm very hard to make everything work. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're expensive because that means you think a lot of yourself. Well, that's good. What's your number, sir? Uh, 860-886-4100. I hope we can get you some calls. Okay, sir. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Sir Stu, WICH, welcome. Hi, I'm looking for uh, one or more Bruce Springsteen tickets from the Mahegan Sun and Old Rolling Stone magazines, records, and CDs. My number is 860-887-0813. And it's 70813. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. As you know, sometimes when we don't have a guest between uh, 11.45 and noon, we can take some swap and sell calls. Or you can also, if you have a yard sale, tag sale, whatever. You know what I mean. We just hang loosey-goosey here. And the number is uh, the same, 860-889-5252. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi there. Hi, Stu. Uh uh, I'm calling, uh, I have a complete bingo, professional bingo outfit that I'm looking for a non-profit organization that might be interested in the machine. Uh, I'm the commander of American Legion Post 104 in Taftville, and I'd like to have them call me at 860-848-9881. 848-9881. Yes. All right, my friend. See what we can do for you. Thank you. Bye-bye. 848-9881, a complete bingo outfit. Size B4, G5. No, that's bingo lingo. Yeah, I like that, bingo lingo. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes, uh, my name is Dolores, and I am looking for anyone that's um, selling any Border Collie puppies or American Spritz puppies. And my name is Dolores, and my phone number is 860 889-1966. 889-1966. Oh, we had collies growing up. Love the collies. They're sweet. See if we can find you some. I'm hoping so. We just lost one less than a month ago. So you're looking for uh, a lot of puppies or just one? or? Um, one or two. Mm-hmm. 889-1966. Yeah. Hope we can help you. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep, we had three collies growing up. They all had different personalities, just like people. It's really amazing. But they were all very smart. One of my collies used to help me with my homework. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Most people are unaware of the dangers of buying medication online. I'll be back with some info about this important issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. 
According to the World Health Organization, 50% of medicines sold online by websites that hide their physical address are counterfeit. There are hundreds of stories about patients being harmed by medication purchased online, as there are few specific online pharmacy laws. As certain drugs become more expensive and some patients take on more of the cost burden, some people have even gone online to buy life-saving drugs, such as cancer medications. Just be aware and do your research. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a health mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know? The average garage door is made up of 1.3-millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know? Your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know? A runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You are a family of adventure and have waited long enough. It's time for you to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of just in time for your summer adventures. With Jeep's 4x4 and towing capabilities, get to the campsite or boat launch with no problem. Celebrate our independence with Falvey's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Make This the Summer event. Falvey's offers the entire new Jeep lineup from Renegades all the way up to Grand Cherokees. They have new inventory steadily coming in. If they don't have it on the ground, they can custom order it to meet all your needs. Learn more about Falvey's current incentives and offers by visiting their dealership today just down the road from Mohegan Sun or 24 hours a day at falvey's.com. Let them be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Well, today's August 30th, and it's almost September. Hey, I figured that out. I'm so good with math here. But um, big day on August the 9th. Grandparents' Day. Hmm? We have Mother's Day, Father's Day. Third Cousins Day. No, it's Grandparents' Day. It's not Kids' Day. Kids always say, what about kids? Well, every day is Kids' Day. (laughs) Maybe. So uh, keep that in mind. Just thought I'd throw that in. Hmm? Grandparents' Day, September the 9th. Make a little note. Are you a little noter? Yeah, I kind of write little notes because I don't want to forget things and... uh, Just little notes. Stick them on my forehead. It is a couple of minutes before noon, and uh, if you want to get a swap and sell item in, you can do so. Otherwise, I can tell you about some things that are going on in the community, which I don't want you to miss this summer, because by golly, summer is uh, still here, and there's still plenty of things to do. Malta is in need of new or gently used short sleeve shirts, hoodies, and jeans, along with the brand-new men's and ladies' underwear always. And if you're clearing out your closets, please consider donating any practical clothing items to Malta. If you're interested in organizing a um, clothes drive to benefit the homeless, contact Outreach Coordinator Laurie McLean at 860-271-9892. Bring donations to 20 Grove Avenue in Groton. 
Please use the bin at the bottom of the ramp on Star Hill Road. It's a great organization, Malta, in case you haven't heard about it. And they just help people. What could be nicer than that, huh? Veterans Coffee Houses. They're cropping up in a lot of different places. On the fourth Friday, Groton, 9 to 11 a.m., veterans can socialize and receive information about veterans' benefits and services. 425-6617. Groton Public Library, 52 Newtown Road in Groton. Time for a news break and a lunch break. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich and 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. When you hear the tone, it'll be noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. Flooding in the Jackson, Mississippi area has badly damaged a water treatment plant affecting nearly 200,000 people. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca. Residents will be without safe drinking water and have virtually no water pressure for an unknown period of time because the plant is operating far below capacity. The main pumps had recently been damaged severely. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves said the city has been using backup pumps. It means the city cannot produce enough water water to fight fires, to reliably flush toilets, and to meet other critical needs. Until the plan is fixed, up to 180,000 residents will be without reliable running water. Well, now to South Carolina, where lawmakers are considering a bill banning all abortions. CBS's Jim Crisula. Republicans, including State Representative Micah Kasky, are pushing the legislation after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. The reality is, is with the Dobbs decision, we know that what we do here this week is likely to become the law of South Carolina. Democratic State Representative Beth Bernstein. A lot of men and women who are, will be affected by this bill are standing up and saying, no, we do not want this. The proposed South Carolina abortion law would not include exceptions for rape or incest. A bill in California on its way to the governor's desk would create a council to represent fast food workers and employers to negotiate pay and working conditions. Democrat Chris Holden wrote it. These are the folks who kind of keep things going and prove to be essential workers during the pandemic, so making sure that the workplace was safe, making sure that they weren't having their wages stolen from them. Republicans and restaurant owners say it will drive up costs for consumers. Trevor Reed tells CBS Mornings he's hopeful Americans Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan will be released from captivity soon in Russia. He was held there for nearly three years and was freed in an April prisoner swap. Just hang in there. Just know that people are fighting for you, and uh, just know that you... You have a lot of people supporting you back here at home and that, you know, the highest levels of the U.S. government are, are attempting yeah. to get you out. Well, 26 alleged members of a violent street gang have been indicted in break-ins that targeted homes of celebrities in the Atlanta area. This indictment also covers other individuals who are not as famous but also had their wealth on social media. Fulton County DA Fannie Willis says singer Mariah Carey, a Real Housewives TV star and pro soccer player were among those targeted. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 219 points. NASDAQ is down 119. The S&P down 34. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can.
It's worse than the FBI raid. Big tech and the deep state want to stop Donald Trump. Now, Dick Morris reveals their dark plan in his new book, The Return. Already a number one Amazon bestseller, The Return reveals the real threat facing Trump. But Dick Morris says Trump will still win. At bookstores, get The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX, 800-NEWSMAX, or go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. Are you more than 10000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Get off the endless debt treadmill and start saving money each month. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Call Total Financial now at 800-208-1312. 800-208-1312. An ailing penguin has gotten his first pair of boots. Four-year-old Lucas, who lives at the San Diego Zoo, was diagnosed with a degenerative condition called Bumblefoot. Zoo specialist Debbie Denton says veterinarians came up with Therapause to prevent sores from developing while he walks and stands. I've known him since he was an egg. It warms my heart just to know that we've been able to do something to make him more comfortable and to make him fit into the colony a little bit better. Lucas developed a spinal infection when he was just a year old that left him with weak muscles in his legs and the inability to stand upright on his toes. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. A new study says even without any further global warming, Greenland's melting ice sheet will cause a major rise in sea levels. The report forecasts a rise of just over 10 inches, more than twice what was previously forecast. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Baby, baby, can't you hear my heartbeat? 
the time to go and see the preacher. Baby, baby, can't you hear my heart beat? Red bells are gonna chime. Baby, baby, you're gonna be mine. Can't you hear the pounding of my heart beat? Cause you're the one I love. You're the one I love. Baby, baby, can't you hear my heart I go on a date, she brings her stethoscope. Welcome to the lunchtime oldie break. How are ya? Let's have lunch together. I'm having good old-fashioned peanut butter. How about you? 83 degrees should get a little bit warmer today, but we got an interesting tune mix for ya. This is uh, by the Hollies. The road is long With a many winding tongue That leads us to who knows where He 
that in memory of uh, Marvin Ceruto, who we just heard the uh, sad news of his passing, and just about everybody that listens to this program or lives in the area has known Marvin through the years. All right, 889-5252 is our telephone number. If you'd like to uh, check in after the news at 1 o'clock, and uh, we'll be having an open forum, so... Stick around for that. In the meantime, the tunes to sing along with. You love to camp with your family, so you load the trailer and all your gear and head out into the great wide open. Yeah, this commercial isn't for you. This is for the guy who works with his hands. If you lace up your boots and hit the road every day, you know your trailer isn't recreational. It's your office. And if it goes down, guess who isn't getting a paycheck? It's time to see the professionals at BH Trailers and Plows and Plainfield. They've got trailers and flatbeds from Big Tech's Covered Wagon, Low Trail, and Max D. They also have truck beds if you're hauling material. And we know you are. BH Trailers and Plow services what they sell and finance, too. The supply chain isn't getting better, you know. So get to BH now and get what you need while the going is good. Or get ready to start a GoFundMe page for yourself. Visit bhtrailersandplows.com to see their new and used inventory. When you have stuff to haul, haul yourself to BH Trailers and Plows. The Connecticut Maritime Heritage Festival returns to New London from September 9th through 11th. This year's gathering of vessels includes U.S. Coast Guard and Navy vessels and the historic topsail schooner Amistad. The weekend will be filled with tours of ships and fishing vessels, a fishing clinic with lots of giveaways, music, food trucks, activities for the children, and much more. Brought to you with the support from the Connecticut Department of Economic and Community Development Office of Tourism, and Dime Bank. Go to ctmaritimefest.com for a complete schedule. I must have played uh, millions of songs in my radio career, but in the uh, WICH vault, I found a song that I have never heard before, and I would thought I would share it with you together. It's a song by Connie Francis, and most of her songs were hits, but I don't remember this one. Maybe you will. But it's worth a try. It's called Waiting for Billy, a very lost vinyl by Connie Francis. I'm waiting for Billy with love in my heart, with love.
since we've been apart He's part of my heart My Billy My Billy The moment I see something out of the blue. She's waiting for Billy. Who knew, right? Connie Francis, a very, very lost vinyl. I found some interesting tunes by uh, Jerry Wallace. You may remember him. He had more hits than you realize. Let me play one by Jerry Wallace. This was uh, one of his big hits called There She Goes. And when you hear his voice in the song, you'll say, oh yeah, there's one for you. He's won her heart I lost her some way There she goes She's walking away If I hadn't cheated If I hadn't lied But it shows She's walking away There she goes There she goes There she goes She's walking away And each step she takes Brings heartaches my way If I hadn't cheated If I hadn't lied I'd be the one Walking by her side 
love her still And I guess that it shows She's walking away Anybody going to stop her there? Mm, there she goes. Jerry Wallace. Another one of those lost vinyls. Two lost vinyls in a row. Thanks for joining us today. we got an interesting mix, as always, working on that on WICH. It's the great expression uh, by Jackie Gleason. Mm, and away we go. Well, that was uh, There She Goes. Well, there's another one that's getting away. Here comes the drifters. There goes my baby. What's the deal here, huh? Should have taken out the garbage. the baby, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, WICH. The weather is uh, sunny, hot, and humid. Not to be redundant. High 88 tonight, warm and muggy. Chance of a shower or a storm, low 69 to 74. Wednesday, partly to mostly sunny, warm, but in decreasing humidity, 86, 81 on Thursday. Cooler and comfortable. We'll take that. Right now it's 83 degrees. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. 
Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplinson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You've probably gone to some of those uh, smoke-on-the-water deals, right? It's very popular, smoke-on-the-water. They have it in uh, Connecticut and Rhode Island, and I guess it's a nice night out. So here's a song about it. It's called Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple.
on the water apologize that's not the original sometimes it uh, they fool you it's not the original recording and uh, so I owe you another one by Deep Purple this is definitely the original on Stu's lunchtime oldies this was their other big hit called Hush goodness it is the original isn't it You don't hear too often anymore. Hush, hush. It's a polite way of saying shut up, isn't it? Hush. There's not too many hush songs, but I did find one by the Carpenters, and uh, I think you will enjoy it. So listen 
There's a kind of hush all over the world, and we have one more hush song. Shh, I'll play it for you.
Marsha bye. Time for Betty bye. Now? <laughs> Did you give your parents a hard time when they wanted you to go to sleep? But I'm not through wiggling around. Well, this is interesting. If I asked you the question of what was the Elvis's first chart song, many of us would say, um, That's All Right Mama, Heartbreak Hotel, Love Me Tender. Nope, nope, nope. His first chart song made the top ten on the country music chart when he was with Sun Records. And here it is, the very first Elvis chart record. song that was very offensive, but that was his first song that made the charts, and it was top ten on the country charts by Elvis Presley. Baby, let's play house. What did he mean by that? Huh? Hey, how about a little doo-wop song? You up for that? Nothing dumb about it. Here are the Dell Vikings, one of the great doo-wop groups of the 50s. Ha <laughs> 
give me a chance. Don't come, 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 come into my heart. No, darling, we will never part. I need you, darling, so come go with me. When they come back and sing, listen closely to the background singers. They're amazing. Give me a chance. All right, let's set the stage for the next song, Harry Chapin's Cha- Taxi. It's it's raining. He's in Frisco. He's got one more fare for the night, and you can hear the windshield wipers. It was raining hard in Frisco. I needed one more fare to make my night. A lady up ahead waved to flag me down She got in at the light Oh, where you going to, my lady blue? It's a shame you ruined your gown in the rain She just looked out the window She said, 16 Parkside Lane Something about her was familiar I could swear I've seen her face before But she said, I'm sure you're mistaken And she didn't say anything more It took a while, but she looked in the mirror Then she glanced at the license for my name A smile seemed to come to her slowly It was a sad smile just the same And she said, how are you, Harry? I said, how are you, Sue? Through the too many miles and the too little smiles I still remember you Somewhere in a fairy tale I used to take her home in my car We learned about love in the back of a Dodge The lesson hadn't gone too far 
You see, she was gonna be an actress And I was gonna learn to fly She took off to find the footlights I took off to find the sky Drive the princess blind There's a wild man wizard He's hiding in me Illuminating my mind Oh, I've got something inside me Not what my life's about Cause I've been letting my outside tide me Over till my time When I'm 
Not only was he talented, but he did some wonderful things like the World Hunger Charity, which still goes on today in his name. Harry Chapin, the taxi song. Speaking of taxi, a lot of folks asking about the Gabby Cabby, who I have not heard from in a very long time. I know that he was not feeling well. You may want to say a prayer for him and hope that uh, someday he'll be back with us on the program because he brought us a lot of fun through the years. The famous New York Gabby Cabby. How many of you remember a singer by the name of Haley Mills? She was an actress, too. She started off with uh, Walt Disney material, movies. Remember The Parent Trap? She was in the original Parent Trap. She played her and her twin sister. But she had a hit song, and I thought we would get together and enjoy it one more time. Here is Haley Mills. shortest songs ever. It's called Let's Get Together. Haley Mills. There's a name from the past. W-I-C-H. She made a few movies not connected to Disney, which I don't think he was too happy with, but uh, hey, it's her life. Hmm? Let's Get Together. There's also a song called Let's Stay Together. Maybe we could play that for you now that we're all getting together. Why not? Hmm? It's by Al Green. It's really one of the soul classics of all time. His very first hit, Let's Stay Together, Al Green.
what I We can get together every day at noon to one for the lunchtime oldie break. It's Stu Breyer's lunchtime oldies break, only on WICH AM 1310. When I think of all the worries people seem to find and how they're in a hurry to complicate their minds by chasing after money and dreams that can't come true I'm glad that we are different we've better things to do may others plan their future I'm busy loving you one two three four As long as I'm with you We'll take it nice and easy And use my simple plan You'll be my loving woman I'll be your loving man We'll take the most from living Have pleasure while we can Two, three, four Sha la 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 Live for today Sha la 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 Live for today And don't worry about tomorrow Baby, I need 
to feel you inside of me. I got to feel you deep inside of me. And baby, please come close to me. I got to have you now, please, 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 please. Give me some love. about tomorrow enjoy today very simple advice there by the grassroots Stu's lunchtime oldies WICH there's a group called the Manhattan Transfer and they had a a good run of music bringing back some of the songs from the 40s and rejuvenating the sound Manhattan Transfer they sang them good WICHAM 1310 W233DB and 5FM News Time. It's CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. 
I'm Steve Kathan. For the first time in the U.S., a patient has died while battling monkeypox. CBS's Alexander Tin. Officials in Texas say they are investigating what role monkeypox played in the death of a patient over the weekend who was severely immunocompromised while battling monkeypox and other, quote, severe illnesses. The death marks the first in the country's monkeypox outbreak so far this year, which now counts more than 18,000 reported cases around the country. Officials say infections often only result in weeks of excruciating but not deadly rashes and lesions. There are health concerns in the Jackson, Mississippi area as flooding knocks out a water treatment plant. State health official Dr. Daniel Edney says it impacts close to 200,000 people. The water is not safe to drink, and I would even say it's not safe to brush your teeth with, reaching the point where we can no longer flush the toilets. Severe storms that pounded parts of the Midwest and South are now being blamed for the deaths of three people, including two children in Michigan and Arkansas. CBS's Ed O'Keefe says President Biden heads to Pennsylvania in a push of mid-election uh, year themes. In Wilkes-Barre today, the president is scheduled to speak on crime and gun violence. I'm determined to ban assault weapons in this country. Then Thursday, he's set to deliver a primetime address outside Philadelphia's Independence Hall on the continued battle for the soul of the nation. And on Labor Day, the president will visit Pittsburgh. That day, he'll also stop in Wisconsin, and later next week, Ohio. Overseas, a stepped-up offensive from Ukraine has forces pushing back Russians in territory they now hold north of the Crimean Peninsula. The BBC's Hugo Bachega is in Kyiv. President Zelensky, he said Ukrainian forces were retaking this country's territory, but he had a message for Russian forces. If you want to survive, it's time to flee. Well, San Diego authorities say they're considering possible criminal charges in the gang rape claims that prompted the Buffalo Bills to release one of the accused, rookie punter Matt Ariza. CBS's Lilia Luciano. Attorney Carrie Armstrong represents Matt Ariza and says he has evidence that'll show Ariza never entered the house where Jane Doe says the gang rape occurred. If she really was raped in that back bedroom, that's horrible. But all I know is that Mr. Ariza had nothing to do with it. And the only thing I can think of as to why she's included him in this civil lawsuit is because of money. One of his attorneys said that your intentions was to, quote, shake him down for money. Honestly, that makes me really sick to the stomach. And checking Wall Street, right now the Dow is down 266 points. NASDAQ is down 164. The S&P is off 44. This is CBS News. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. They offer customized financial planning for you, not just your assets. Learn more by calling 888-598-3966. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 877-25-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 877- 7725 Steel. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 87725 Steel now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building fast and easy. Call 87725 Steel. That's 877-257-8335. 877-25 Steel. 
We're hearing from an American who was held for nearly three years in Russia. Trevor Reed spent 985 days in detention in Russia, telling CBS Mornings much of it spent in filthy cells, served poor, sometimes rotten food with little or no medical attention. His advice to fellow Americans, Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan. Just know that you... You have a lot of people supporting you back here at home and that, you know, the highest levels of the U.S. government are, are attempting yeah. to get you out. So so keep the faith. Reed was freed in a prisoner swap, likely Griner and Whalen's best hope for coming home. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A man who lived in isolation for 26 years has died in Brazil. He was the last living member of an indigenous tribe known as the Man in the Hole because he would dig deep holes for his own protection or to catch animals. Steve Kathan, CBS News. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt, this is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch it's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with healthcare costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. Time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Don't forget to join Marty Hausberger mornings on WICH from 6 to 10. Our buddy Marty Used to getting up so early, so he'd be entertaining you with great music and that great sense of humor, as only he has. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. This portion of our program is an open topic, and the number is Bigelow 5. No, it's 860-889-5252. 860-889-5252, of course. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Of course, it's Wonder Man. Hi, Wonder Man. How's everything in your world? <laughs> Hanging in there, I had to blend in with, of course, because I'm learning about those changes between talks. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I was thinking uh, of something, because I, I call the radio that I'm using now to get you. It must be the building or the fluorescent lights, but if I put it in the right place, I turn it in the right way for AM, you do, and I touch the earphone jack, because it's the only thing metal on the outside, your station comes in, so I nicknamed that the tinfoil special and you know think of rabbit ears in the old days all right we'll go for as long as you can hear us you can call us anything you want <laughs> yeah no not your show my radio I mean your radio of course of course <laughs> anyways i was just uh, thinking of uh different inventions you know people themselves came up with not you know patented or anything and maybe if people know of that they could call in or you you know what you have or somebody you know had um I hear in Appalachia, I, I believe that's called, I, I believe that's in Tennessee, uh, North Carolina, and Virginia, where most of the Smoky Mountains are. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
a lot of people before, well, of course, they can't get it nowadays either, but before when you could have the TV with, the, remember the TV antennas used to be massive? Oh, yeah, sure. On top of houses, and then somebody had to turn it. We could hang clothes know, on them. They were big. It, yeah, if you didn't have a rotor. But the thing I was wondering, oh, actually, I just wanted to tell a story. A lot of people in Appalachia, what they did, they'd climb a tree with the spikes that a lineman would use on the, on the line poles or on a tree. They put it like 200 feet on a big tree, one of those big old antennas they carried up with them. Mm-hmm. And they would receive things almost like nowadays a satellite dish. Oh, okay. I just think it's an interesting thing when people come up with inventive ideas that work really good. Do you have any you'd like to share with us today? Uh, let me see. I, uh, oh, when I, I fixed a radiator on a truck of mine a lot of years ago, and I used, they, they have something, it's like a epoxy called JB Weld. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're supposed to stick it on anything, and, it, and then you sand it after it dries. But this one didn't work out too good because a radiator expands and contracts when it's cool and hot, so it kept leaking anyway. So that wasn't a good one, but I tried. Well, listen, you gave it an effort, and I'm thinking of uh, bringing back the one-slice toaster for people who want to cut down on bread. Well, that's what do you a think? good one. Yeah, one-slice toaster. Does it toast both sides, or you have to turn it around? No, it, it would toast both sides. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty good. You know, they charge more for eating light now than regular eating. Hey, how's your mom? She hasn't called us. She mad at us or what? She's hanging in there. She just doesn't work. Her place in the building is not a place that can receive your station so good, and so she doesn't really know what oh, to dear. catch up on with the callers. Well, she can come and visit you sometime. Yeah, could, could me and my mom come up and say hello at the studio, like, anytime that it's okay with you all? Yeah, give us a call first, of course. So we could be, like, interview, like, Kevin that time? Yeah, we could do it. Why not? I'm up for anything. Yeah, if you don't mind, we could all be in corners socially distanced, right? But that would work, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm a paranoid about germs even before COVID. Okay, well, it's good to hear you, Stu. And all I right. was wondering if anybody could come up with those inventions they thought of in their minds. All right, good one. Thank you. Yep, yep. An invention. Everybody's probably thought about one or two. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu, I had to, I had to get back to you, man. You had some good music in there. Uh, am I on the air right now? Yeah, you're you on, do? Joey. You're on in living color. I love you, man. Listen, uh, you know, I, I, you know, Susie, and I love her, man. I really do. And I feel her with the military. But PBS, I'm in love with this uh, station that I get. All right. Hitsfield, Massachusetts. Does this ring a bell? He's your age. I watched him last night on a concert, and it was, they revamped the whole congression, uh, cong- uh, what do they call it? The con- uh, oh, God, it's right in Pittsfield where he is. I want you to say his name, man. Who are you talking about? We're talking about music. Yeah, I know, but you want to find out somebody's name? No, I already know his name. I want. I was trying to, uh, you know, uh, guess the guess the person. For you. Oh, you want me to guess the person? All right, I'll give it, I'll make it easy. JT, James Taylor. Oh. Um, he's your age, man. I he, lost you, you know, on, I lost you uh, on that one. Joey, yeah. I kind of lost where you I'm were going. 
James Taylor, man. Okay, I like James Taylor. He's uh... Oh, my God, Stu. I watched the whole two-hour thing, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm a subscriber, so I am with Connecticut Public TV and all. It's, it was unbelievable. Oh, they have some great concerts on there. Absolutely. Ah, not only that, Stu, they have the uh, documentaries. They got Nova. It's all educational. And I think of Danny O still, because Daniel Tiger, yeah, that's the kid show. On, uh, it's the first, I get a couple stations, Daniel Tiger, I think of Danny Tiger, Daniel, uh, uh, you know, Danny O. It's, uh, I love what you played, uh, talk to Marty. I, I know about 30% of what Marty answered, all the states. The Delaware State, I never knew it was a diamond state. It was the first state in the Union in the 13 colonies. And, and we always knew it as the first state. I love the license plates. If you want to learn the states, when you see a different plate, it'll, it might have that on there. Yeah, a lot of them do. They have that. Yeah. I think and, so. And the biggest one, you said, oh, Marty, I'm so surprised. I learned this one first was Missouri. It's a dark brown, mahogany brown license plate. It says Missouri, the show me state. And he was stumped on the uh, Nevada. The, it's, the, it's the silver state next to the golden state. Well, I got to run, you, buddy. I'm glad you enjoyed I know, that. man. I could, I'm telling you, Stu, I'm in a good mood, and everything's good. I love you, Stu. All right. Thanks for calling, Joey. What he's talking about earlier in the program, we uh, we went through the 50 states and we uh, gave the nicknames or the states' names. In other words, Utah is the beehive state, Vermont, the Green Mountain state. Marty guessed a lot of them. Pretty good. I'll keep that list. We'll do it again another time. You're on the air. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, Stu. Hi. I have two inventions. They are like a safety survival thing. Now, I'm like, I don't have the energy to, like, be an entrepreneur or, um, you know. You don't have the energy to be rich? Is that it? (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I'm okay where I'm at. Okay, good. So, (laughs) you know, I'm of age, but I, I don't have the energy of the stress uh, that's going on today, oh, yeah, you today gotta, to you, fix it. To invent so, something, it's, it's a I'm, lot I'm of gonna gambling. I'm going to throw two things out to you. All right. Okay, the first thing is, uh, with everything going on about um, from watching uh, uh, shipwrecks and whatnot and people like drowning and whatnot, but they should come, come up with a fluorescent flotation device because it appears that when um, aircraft or whatever are trying to search for these survivors and whatnot, um, they're not getting a signal or whatever. So if they lose all the things that they had to get help is going under um, whatever they take, they need... uh, even if it's a disco ball that's reflective, you know, something that's going to spark a uh, something in the water uh, that they could spot more easily, you know, rather than um, even the 
the life vest and whatnot. I mean, I'm pretty sure really they have a lot of things have. like that, don't you think? They must have huh? a lot of things like that to Say bring people. I'm pretty sure they have a lot of things like that that would bring attention to somebody who is in trouble. Yeah, like clears uh, or whatever, but they get wet. Um, but something maybe on the life preserver. The second thing I was thinking of, um, which bothers me too, is all the apprehension of criminals and whatnot, violent criminals, when they're being stopped, they're, they're combative, they're not um, cooperative. Well, they're criminals. They're, most of them are not going to be cooperative. So, this is my thought. What is your Let's thought? Throw it out to somebody that uh, mm-hmm. maybe on one of those shows. There's a show where they come up with a product or, or an idea, and you've got these people over there willing to either support them or whatnot, and they get a lot of money. <clears throat> but I, I'm saying, um, no, you get a criminal and whatnot. Uh, I'm thinking this day and age. There needs to be a, a a net that will expel from a device, from a distance, to surround them with a retracting rim to just secure them. And this will protect both the criminal and the people trying to rep- reprehend... Well, that um, should be interesting, putting that one together. Mm. Well, no, you know... Kind of like a dragnet, huh? It's try, dun, 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 rather dun. than mm-hmm. accidents happen and people are using um, their gun rather than a taser and a uh, quick, reactive... Okay, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to get to some more calls, but thank you okay, for the effort. Welcome. Yeah, hi. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hey, what's up? Oh, talking about inventions. Okay, what Maria said, I'll take one step further on the um, life, life preserver type things. Mm-hmm. They ought to just put a little GPS uh, chip in them. Every brand new life preserver, maybe on, on big ships and stuff where you're way out in the ocean or even, you know, small fishing boats and things like that, but... It, it should be something like that's in a cell phone that would, if you're lost, it will tell you where you are. Because all cell phones have a GPS in them, whether they're on or not, and well, they can find you. I guess it's easy to track cell phones these days. Yep. So, so uh, all right, that's like your invention. Said, no, put it in a life preserver. And you know, all bad guys, when um, and even the ones crossing um, the border, if if Bill Gates wanted to chip people, I think the ones being just let out after they're caught, let out like in New York, you know, you, you hold them for a minute and then they're gone, chip them. Chip the ones coming over the border. Then you know exactly where they are. And as far as other inventions, you know, in the day paper, right on the front page, it, was t- it shows a picture of Preston kids going back to school. Mm-hmm. You want to invent Preston kids? No, what? they have an, a new invention, bus swipe cards. Preston oh. will run its own bus fleet, and the ones that are going to Preston Plains, they will swipe their cards as they board the bus. 
allowing school officials to track how many students are riding the bus, when and where they board. Oh, that's great. I, I didn't happen to check out that article. Yeah, exactly. I will do that. Well, it's right on the front page. Yeah, and I know. Mm-hmm. The other really interesting one is if anybody is interested in archaeology like I am, it's misleading. Climate change being felt globally as both drought and floods. Now, uh, yeah, and then that cornball one, Greenland zombie, I okay, was writing these. I'm going to have to go, things. so you got to hit me quick with but this. The climate change one with the drought or whatever, if you read it, it's talking about all over Europe and, and other places where the rivers are getting low and they're finding stuff from way back as far as Nero. That's right. It's oh, amazing. A lot of archaeology is in that That's article. Fascinating stuff. Thank you, yep. Sue. Okay. They found the uh, footprints of a dinosaur from like 13 million, give or take a few hundred, uh, 13 million years ago. They found that. That's an old footprint. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Father Phil. Yes, sir. Listen, you brought up two issues today. One was, you mentioned the nickname for the different states. You and Marty were yep. mm-hmm. talking about that. And then just before you went off, I think, that your second hour, you, you made a comment about what was going on in California. Okay. I remember the specific. Mm-hmm. But I, I've said something before about the different states that we have in the Union. I'm going to try a different approach this time. Uh, think about, people can think about the nicknames, your listeners, and think about California. Right now you have what you consider a lot of bad activities going on out there. Yeah, they have bad, I believe they have the worst politicians ever. But you have the governor who's considering running for president. Yeah, he is. Why Mm -hmm. is he considering running for president? Because he's... considering running for president because he may be popular in other states in our country. And what you have is like uh, Senator Lindsey Graham who's trying to represent his state in other states and the states that the previous president represented, they're trying to represent those. So you end up calling the different states by different colors, blue mm-hmm. and red. Yeah, because of the way they vote, yeah. Uh-huh. And what they stand for. So here's my last comment on this situation. When, when people talk about what the president has done or what the previous president has done and so forth and what what's going on at the border and so forth they always leave out the people the people who put those people in positions of authority that's true that's true and I for the life of me so I don't know why they do that I want I, I, I want people to think about because I've had to give it some consideration because it, it's very complicated, our country right now. Before, maybe it wasn't. Uh, it always was, but people didn't think it was. But now, it really is. Oh, yes. Okay, Sue, so thanks. Thank you very much. Remember when uh, Joe Biden said he was going to unite the country? How did that work out?
All right. It's uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood, but it's warm, 87 degrees right now at WICH. You would be next if you'd like to check in with us at 889-5252. The Connecticut Maritime Heritage Festival returns to New London from September 9th through 11th. This year's gathering of vessels includes U.S. Coast Guard and Navy vessels and the historic topsail schooner Amistad. The weekend will be filled with tours of ships and fishing vessels, a fishing clinic with lots of giveaways, music, food trucks, activities for the children, and much more. Brought to you with the support from the Connecticut Department of Economic and Community Development Office of Tourism and Dime Bank. Go to ctmaritimefest.com for a complete schedule. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies return home to face Central Connecticut State. And caught in the end zone in a corner! What a catch! Touchdown, Yukon! Our coverage begins at 10.30 a.m. on your home for Yukon football. Catch all the action of Yukon football all season long on 94.5 and 13.10 a.m. WICH yes. in Norwich. Pretty soon, the season kicks off. Okay, I apologize for that. There must be other cliches that I could use. Welcome to the program. Hi. Oh, hi, Still, Yeah, don't worry about all the seasons here. Uh, we're in good shape. Um, a quick a quick thing about your uh, your music hour. Sure. Holy mackerel. When I turned that, uh, I had that on today, and I'm working outside with the stereo uh, up, and... You, th- you really threw me a curveball because we have no idea what kind of music you're going to play. Unless, you know, you might tell us a little bit in advance something you're doing, but by and large, Connie Francis is on. I said, Connie Francis? Boy, that is, she was wonderful. I know, uh, I I'm never... i Connie Stevens. I think it was Connie Stevens you had. No, Connie, no, Francis. Connie Francis. Connie Francis, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she, great, great, great song. And then you were talking about uh, Haley Mills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fell in love with her when she was when I was a little kid watching that. Uh, I think it's the Castaways. She was in there. Yeah, I had a crush on her too. <laughs> I did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yes, yeah. she was. Uh, she was very likable. Uh, good little, good little actress, good singer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I was thinking about you know everybody's calling in. Everybody's pretty political and wound up about something, but. Uh, another thing your your music reminded me of was something I hadn't thought of in a very long time. And that was when I was, uh, oh, I don't know, late 20s, I'd say in the late 70s, 80s, there was a place we would go to. There were a couple of them in the States. They were called Dial Tones. Oh, yeah. You could call you that? table to table, right? You could call up yeah. somebody and, uh, yeah. Yeah, over, ta- over there was table 42 and... Uh, you'd pick up the phone at your at your table and you'd dial dial forty two and you know there there you go. It was kind of like the early days of talk radio. You could maybe uh, meet somebody <laughs> and fall in love. Oh, easy! Yeah. Oh, sure. It was a it was a cool idea. It lasted quite a while. But yeah. anyway, that's all from the peanut gallery. Take care. Hey, it's good to hear from you. I don't mind talking about anything and everything, and of course, I love talking about music. So thank you. Well, the music, yeah. I mean, hey, uh, the music is. Great. I mean, two things. Did you ever? Do you ever have like a Connecticut musician uh, musicians show or something where you might feature like Al Anderson from the Wild Weeds? And, oh, I'm always uh, up Gene for that. Whitney. From time to time, we've done it in the past. Got somebody from uh, you know the area that's doing pretty good. You know, like the, I haven't had the Wild Weeds guy, but we 
Certainly had Davey Liska on and a few others through the years. Oh, yeah, but you play play the music once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, Connecticut had some, some fun, some good, uh, good songwriters. Yeah, and, No Good to Cry oh. is, was the Wild Weeds' big hit. Oh, that was big. In the, absolutely, yeah, that was huge. That, that kind of propelled them into uh, yeah. into fame. At least Al, Al, Al Anderson into fame. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks, Stu. All Bye. right, thank you for checking in. Appreciate it. Hello, yeah. welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Uh, it's sad news about the passing of Marvin Sudo. Yeah, I, wow, it just hit me like a brick today. Yeah, yeah my, condol- my condolences to his family and friends. Um, and although I didn't know him personally, I would like to say just a few words about my perception of Marvin. Okay. A patriot, a veteran, a font of intelligence and knowledge with good intentions and occasionally a rough delivery, probably due to negative forces, a diligent citizen and an important member of the Norwich Stubriah community. And I will personally miss this calls to the Stubriah program. Yeah, a lot of uh, listeners uh, looked forward to him. Yeah, uh, as I did. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. If you didn't know, um, Marvin Ceruto, which I found out this morning, has uh, passed away in the Bacchus Hospital. I didn't know he was that sick, but obviously he was. And it was uh, very sad to hear that. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. How you doing? This is Tony. Yeah, and I'm his cousin, Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, that's good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin, Tony, had globules coming out the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than Grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Service station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's service station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear we got skinny. Basta la one thirty. One thirty. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Marvin was in a car accident. He was in a car accident? Yes. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I knew. So I just sh- wanted to let people know. I'm not sure it had anything to do with him uh, getting sick, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Well... He had, you know, a huge scratch on his leg. It wasn't just a scratch, it was a gash. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to let people know that it was a very serious car accident. Um, I did bring him to West Haven to the Veterans Medical Center twice. um, It was very kind of you. Mm -hmm. 
before he was in the hospital. Um, and I, I think that it's important for people to understand he had a brilliant mind. We were not of the same political affiliation, but he's a very kind person, and his dedication to veterans is unsurpassed from everyone that I know. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big loss. I'm going to miss hearing him on the radio. <laughs> yeah, me too. And uh, I hope everyone can um, understand that you can be different from someone and still get along. All right. I think those are good points, and I thank you for that. Have a good day. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. I had the radio off, so I couldn't hear whoever called in. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that Marvin is gone. Yep. It seems just like that. I seems like I talked to him, well, maybe, I don't know, two weeks ago, maybe not. Oh, it's like, uh, does anybody know anything? I knew he was in the hospital and he wasn't feeling well and there was a problem, but I couldn't tell you specifically. Okay. Uh, so he passed away this morning. Oh, I'm so sorry. I heard the news what this are- morning, so I'm not sure exactly when he did. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, you know how how good he was in the community, and wow, he's really going to be missed. Uh, wow, I'm. I hope. Oh, I'm just so sorry. Um, well, I've had another uh, death in a family with a young man, Marvin's age. Haven't heard really what's going on yet, you know. But it's kind of a shock, you know. I've been listening for a long, long time to your radio, and over the 50 years, my golly, we've lost a lot of wonderful folks, but, you know, somehow, WICH, people always come back, and and just, oh my goodness, I mean, I wondered, is there somebody helping his mom? Well, he's I'm got so a brother, like he's got a brother, and I know he's got a mom, and, uh... I don't oh know uh, any of his other family, really. But, yeah. I mean, uh, well, I suppose there'll be some news in the uh, newspaper, but uh, I'll put my radio on, um, you know, when I hang up. But uh, oh, I'm so sorry. One other question. How's Helen doing? Do you know? I've not heard from Helen in a few weeks. Oh, dear God. So she's listening. I hope that she will... Uh, check in with us, but now that you mention yeah. it, it's been quite a while since we heard about Helen. I know she was talking about getting her knee fixed oh, and, maybe, yeah. and going yeah, to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's... Well, maybe Sam or, or one of the girls know, you know, but I, I'm a listener for so long, Stu, you know, and you get to love the people, you know, it's... Uh, it's my friend channel, you know. Yeah, no, I know what my you mean. My friend I, channel, it's like, what? I mean, I, I feel like I know lots of people that I haven't even met, so... Uh, I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember King Richard or... All, Sir Richard, all yes, yes. Sir Richard, right. And Rosie, who helped the veterans and did it. There's so many wonderful people that pass through, and but I'll be listening, Stu. 
thanks a lot, and you have a blessed day. All right, Sylvia, thank you. Bye-bye, dear. Gabby Cabby, a lot of folks asking about him. He has not been well, but, you know, I hope that he gets better. But he is uh, obviously not really interested in uh, doing any radio for a while. I know that. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu, I didn't beat I didn't beat you up on the first two rounds, but I'm going to beat you up on the last round. I well, you got to be quick because you've already hey, been on this hour. I know, well, I know Stu. Give me a little Don't give me first. that I know. you got to be fair like everybody else. Well, all right. I'm not bipartisan. Uh, you know, hey, listen, man. No, that guy's really right. You remember, like, Gabby Cabby, uh, Krabby Pants, and, oh, geez, the list goes on. Okay. Thank you, Joey. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Hello there, uh, um, Stu. Hi. I, I'm so sorry to you and all the listeners about Marvin Saruto's passing. It, it, it got me in tears, and I, you know, I um, I do. I met, I knew him before I went to the ice cream thing that you had this, this summer, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he was there. He was looking good. He was. I mean, he was. He looked like kind of underweight, but he seemed in good spirits. He was joking with me and other people. And uh, mm-hmm. I know prior to that, he was in the hospital before for some medical condition, something to do. I don't know if it was his leg. Mm-hmm. Remember that not long ago? Yes, I do. I do. But so, he looked, uh, to me, he looked well when we went to the Dairy Queen gathering. I know, he did, but he was very thin, so I don't know if he had something we didn't know. I hope it wasn't something like cancer, but that lady had called in and said something about he was in a car wreck. Well, I hadn't heard that. I know a while ago he was in a little uh, skirmish with it, but I don't think it was serious. But I'm going to miss him because he uh, he's very, very brilliant, very sharp, and he was interesting to listen to, and I loved his little laugh. And so uh, it seems like it's not even true. It's like I, my heart's broken, and my I'm going to say prayers for him and his family and everyone family here as well um, about his passing. That's all I really wanted well, to say. I'm glad you called, and it's very sweet of you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome. You're on the air. Good afternoon, Sue. You know, it's strange. While I was holding, I could hear you talking to the last uh, person that called. Good. That's good. It makes things easier. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, this morning you were talking about states and their nicknames and stuff. Yeah. I am originally from North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Now, it says that North Dakota was the Flickertail state. Yeah, what does now, that mean? Okay, a Flickertail is, it looks something like a, what we'd call a ground squirrel. <clears throat> oh. They have a, 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 a pretty good sized tail, and when they run from one place to another, their tail would flick constantly until they got to their hole. Oh. Now, yes. Yeah, <laughs> And they are a nuisance in North Dakota because they uh, build their uh, burrows in all the pastures. And what happens when a cow walks over and accidentally steps in one, they normally break their leg. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, while I was growing up, every Sunday I would go out with my dad's little twenty-two rifle and I'd shoot these little suckers. You get the now, flickers, huh? <laughs> yeah, it would, it, it would shoot them. And uh, North Dakota had a uh, a bounty on their tails, 
you'd take and yank the tail off, put them in a plastic bag, and then you could take them down to the county, and they would pay you so much a tail. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, they should get rid of that name for the state, though. I mean, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I, I, that's what I would, you know, I uh, I associated flicker tail because, uh, you know, these little rodents are everywhere. It's amazing. I never even knew there was such a thing as a flicker tail. Yeah, yeah, mm. there was. So okay. are they in any other states, or is it just I, primarily I in North know. Dakota? I, w- I would imagine they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how much how much a tail did they give you? I, I I can remember something like five cents. Five cents a tail. All right. Mm-hmm. Heads or tails. Well, thank you for that information. I now it oh. makes more sense when I hear about that. Yeah, it does. Have a great day, sir. Thank you. And you too, Sue. Thank you. Bye. Flicker tails. My goodness. State name for North Dakota. You're on the air. Welcome. How do you do, Mr. Stew? Hi there. French Fry here. Hello, French Fry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, at the end of your show, you always say be kind to each other. Yes, I'm hoping that works. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know if you remember, two weeks ago I told you my wife and I and some friends were going over to Block Island in the afternoon. Yes, I remember that. Dinner, mm-hmm. dinner cruise and whatnot. So everything went well. We had a nice meal, and it was beautiful over there, and it wasn't very crowded. We got back to New London about 9.30, I think it was. Disembarked, walking across the parking lot, and my wife and her girlfriend were walking probably 50 feet. We were on one side of the street, and they were on the other side of the street already. Uh-huh. And my wife tripped and fell and face-planted right on the sidewalk over there. Oh, God. Yeah. So I ran, my friend that I was with doesn't walk too fast, so I just ran across the street against traffic and got to the sidewalk. And I'll tell you, there was about six to eight people walking around her and over her and never stopped. Oh, they never, never stopped. Never, huh? never stopped to offer help or to see how she was. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's amazing. That's um, too bad, they're really. On their, they're on their phones, they're chit-chatting, and she's laying flat, flat on her face on the sidewalk. She's 76 years old, and no one stopped. Even by the time I got there, and my friend and I helped her up, and uh, she had a little scrape on the palm of her hand where she tried to stop the fall, and she had a sore rib cage, and they have a fractured rib. Oh, did you need to call an ambulance? No, no. She's a she's an ex a retired nurse, and she knew exactly what it was. And she said, "No, it's a it's a fractured rib or a broken rib, and there's nothing they can do about it when you get to the hospital. If they don't wrap them anymore." Yeah, that's right. So, just, so we we got her up, got got her to the vehicle, but just amazing. There was six to eight people, all probably in thirty or forty year old range. Never even stopped. Never even asked, are you okay, or can I do something? Nothing. They just kept walking. Very sad commentary, my friend. Yeah, it is. It's very, I mean, you know, her, her arms were outstretched in front of her on the sidewalk. People were walking across her arms to get to the sidewalk, believe it or not. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, I just, you know, I had other things on my mind rather than track them down and, and give, them, give them the dickens. But well, that wouldn't have done any just, good, yeah. 
itself, but I'm just saying it's just unbelievable. I'm sure not all not all people are like that. No, of course not. That. Of course not. So but, um, these weren't young young people. So well, they're in their thirties and forties. Thirties and forties. Oh, they were on the boat with you. Okay, from the yeah, they were on the dinner cruise. I, you know, I recognized them for the dinner cruise. And, oh my God! Uh, yeah, not, not that we talked to them, not that we knew them, but everybody's a human being. Everybody's you know. Yeah. But it's just strange. I mean, it's it's absolutely strange this day and age we live in. Well, listen, I know the fracturing a rib is no picnic. So is she? Uh, she just yeah, has to let it heal itself. Yeah, it's, huh? Yeah, it's getting better. It's been two weeks now, and it's still a little sore, but not as not as much as it was. You could hardly move around before, like mm-hmm. a certain position, laying down in bed, she couldn't lay on that on her on her left side. I think what happened was when she braced herself, her elbow came up and caught her in the ribcage. Yeah, her I get you. I get you. Well, I think yeah. uh, most people in this audience would have stopped. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm so. So uh, sad to hear about Marvin. I, he, he was a character. He, he had some opinions that that were yeah quite quite his own sometimes. But that's right. Sorry. Yeah, I'll be missing. I'll be missing hearing him on the radio. Me too, my uh, friend. Well, I'm glad your wife yeah. is doing better, and uh, that's scary stuff. Yeah, she's a tough bird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's, she's an Indiana farm girl, so. She's, She's been kicked by horses, stepped on by horses, and, you know, she's a tough girl, so. And she married a French fry. Interesting. She married a French fry. <laughs> <laughs> Take care yeah. of yourself. All right, my friend. Have a good afternoon. You too. You are a family of adventure and have waited long enough. It's time for you to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of just in time for your summer adventures. With Jeep's 4x4 and towing capabilities, get to the campsite or boat launch with no problem. Celebrate our independence with Falvey's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Make This the Summer event. Falvey's offers the entire new Jeep lineup from Renegades all the way up to Grand Cherokees. They have new inventory steadily coming in. If they don't have it on the ground, they can custom order it to meet all your needs. Learn more about Falvey's current incentives and offers by visiting their dealership today just down the road from Mohegan Sun or 24 hours a day at falvey's.com. Let them be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Norwich Coin and Jewelry. Always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in Norwich. Oh, that's that's sad to hear that. You know, somebody just somebody falls and you, they're walking over her arms and not even checking out. Are you okay or what? You know, nothing. Standing by her till they get help. Man, it's very sad to hear that stuff. We have an open line eight eight nine five two five two. That's been a very busy hour, and we thank you for participating as always 
did want to mention that uh, email that I got from John Way, uh, Walter Way's son. Because Walter is going to be going to uh, Washington, honoring uh, Korean veterans. We'll tell you about it. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Since you got some open time there, I just want to make this a Stu appreciation call. Is once again, you cracked me up last week. The way you're always introducing songs in your commentary on songs. And uh, last week, it was something about this, uh, maybe it was a doo-wop song or something, but uh, you said, uh, all right, everybody say, ah, and then this guy comes on and he goes, ah, <laughs> you know, and that stuff cracks me up. I remember back in, uh, probably, it was probably in the 70s when uh, Life is a Rock and the radio rolled me, and I remember you said, oh, gee, you can't trust anybody anymore, right? See, that is funny stuff, and where <laughs> else can you put on the radio and find somebody speaking live with such wit and entertaining us that way. And I just wanted to give you a slap on the back for that. Well, that's very nice of you, because I, I always hope that somebody catches them. Uh, I was—I have the same kind of sense of humor. I was watching this Elton, Elton John uh, uh, tribute band, and the guys were all unusually obese. And uh, so each one, so I said, well, you know, to the person I was sitting with, well, they, they really put the ton in Elton. So, I mean, that's the same kind of sense of humor <laughs> that I have, and I really appreciate it. And, uh, and your professionalism, and you're so precise. I know as soon as my watch goes beep and it's set to the zero, I know that you're going to put the news on there because you're so precise. <laughs> well, and, you're very kind. And, and, I mean, I'm just I'm here I'm inflating your ego. I remember I met you one time way back, and you were doing a remote, and I had such appreciation for it. I don't know how you do it to this day, but uh, they would be speaking you know, from, from the radio station, and then all of a sudden, right at the very second, you knew when to pick up and start talking again. That's, that's pretty, uh, very uh, good stuff, very professional. Well, once again, I appreciate that. It's always nice to get a little lift, and um, I enjoy doing it, and I'm glad that you uh, can get a smile once in a while. Oh, I definitely do. Now, have a have a good time trying to fit your hat on next time. Now that I made your head so big, but anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. All right. Have a great Take day. It easy, Stu. Thank you. Am I going to have a fat head? You got to watch the belly, guys. You got to watch the belly. It's amazing how huh? you reach a certain age. Not that I've reached that age yet, but I can tell that it's the belly likes to. Uh, Get filled up. Easier. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. How are you doing? All right. Thank you. Hey, I was calling because I was wondering, is Dan O'Brien no longer in the morning program? Yes, sir. That is, uh, unfortunately, that is correct. Oh, we're going to miss him. We used to enjoy the little banter between him and Mark. Oh, yeah. Me, too. I used to listen every day driving in. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm sorry to see that he's no longer with you guys. So Marty Hausberger's doing a lot of the morning uh, show now, and uh, you know how funny Marty can be, so check him out. Yeah, I did. I listened to Marty this morning, so mm-hmm. oh, it's always rough when things change. You get used to the old stuff, you know? Yeah, me too. Me too. So we don't want you to leave, Stu. <laughs> right, You've try been here too long. you got to keep going. Keep us all going out here. I'll try to hang in there, buddy. All right, you take care, Stu. You too. Thank you. The weather... We get weather. I used to watch the Weather Channel a lot. I don't do that anymore. I don't know. I don't know. They get too excited when there's going to be bad weather. I guess they don't want to be morose, so they get 
Well, we got a storm coming up, baby. I thought they were going to go into a jitterbug. RWICH weather, another warm, humid day. Temperatures in the 80s. Tonight, warm and muggy. Chance of a shower or storm. Oh, or storm, 69.74. Wednesday is going to be a beautiful day. No, no problem. My pleasure. Partly to mostly sunny, warm, but decreasing humidity, 86. And Thursday, sunny, cooler, and comfortable, 81 degrees. Our current temp is 85. Welcome to the program. If you go off the air, Stu, I'll never listen to WICH ever again. All right, Joey. Take care of yourself. Thank you. So anyway, I was talking about this earlier. Uh, Our friend, uh, Mr. Walter Way, his son sent me an email. He said, my father, Walter, is going on a trip to D.C. with fellow Korean War vets. As you know, Walter is a Korean veteran. On their return flight to uh, veteran, they're having a return flight, which is the veteran coordinator, Amy Casey, has organized one last surprise. That's going to be like the old days in the 50s. They're going to have a mail call. I remember if you've served in the uh, whatever, you know, served in the Navy, the Army, the Marines, whatever, when letters came in, it was everything. Letters from family, friends, and neighbors. Family amounts to me and two grandchildren, John Way said. So all his old friends are gone, but he has no neighbors to speak of. But he certainly has friends in the community. So John's son, Josh which would be Walter's grandson, had an idea of contacting us, spreading the word, because many of you know Walter Way, that perhaps you could write him a letter so when he gets back he can get mail, a mail call, just like the old days. So if you'd like to send him a letter, you know, thanking him for his service, and I'm sure many of you know him personally, So this is what you do. You write honor, flight, mail, call. Honor, flight, mail, call. Walter N. Way. Honor, flight, mail, call. Walter N. Way. Care of Dan Sparks. Care of Dan Sparks. Honor, flight, mail, call. Walter Way. Care of Dan Sparks. 445 Hillfield, Hillfield Road. That's 445 Hillfield Road, Hamden, Connecticut, 06518. And he will get such a kick when he gets back, getting a whole bunch of mail. All right? If you missed that, you missed any of that, you can call me or you can send me an email and I'll send you the address. Stu at WICH.com. Wow, it's five minutes before two already? My goodness. We were talking about a Connecticut group by the name of Wild Weeds. A gentleman was talking about them. So I wanted to play that and see if I could squeeze it in this hour. Al Anderson and the Wild Weeds from Connecticut.
song was also recorded by the Poppy family, but the Wild Weeds had the first hit with it. I, I have a couple of minutes, so I wanna, I'm going to read this again. I read it earlier. It doesn't matter what religion you are. This is good stuff. Written by uh, Cal Lord, who puts a lot of words of encouragement in the paper every week. Says the Bible opens with the image of God speaking a word, and the whole creation springs forth. Words are powerful. They can build a person up, a word of encouragement of love can bolster a person's self-worth. Words can also be used to crush and destroy. Harsh and condemning words can stick with a person their whole life, robbing them of any sense of dignity and even purpose. The problem with words is that they are so easily thrown around. He says, when I was in the play, you're a good man, Charlie Brown, I was tempted to add words to the lines I was given. Yet the words in the script were carefully chosen to create a mood and were sufficient to move the story along. It was me that wanted to keep spraying words out, hoping to add a little bit more. The truth is that a lot of us say more than we should in real life. We say thoughtless things. We need to be more careful with the words we use. I'm not talking about political correctness here. I'm suggesting that we need to be more intentional in the things we say to one another, and we need to be quick to apologize if our words have caused pain or hurt unintentionally? Well, the answer is simple. More words, words of apology. So often we say things that hurt other people and never mean for them to do so. I think that was the case with what happened to me. I did feel better after an explanation and apology was made. These hurts and misunderstandings happens because we don't heed that old saying, please engage the brain before speaking. And uh, I'll continue with more of the words of Cal Lord on another show. In the meantime, please be kind to each other. Help out as much as you can. It'll make you feel good, too. All right, kids, they're back to school, but they're still able to contribute to the program. And here they are. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. I join Marty Hausberger in the morning. And, of course, after 2 o'clock, Jimmy Fallon, Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, FM W233DB in Norwich.